102.9 WBF. It's time for Bartow Yellow Jacket Football on WBF. Tonight's game is sponsored by Kelly Buick, GMC of Bartow. Doing whatever it takes to earn your business. Evolve Professional Landscape Management. Spath Jewelers of Bartow and Valrico. By the law firm of Campbell, Trone, Tamayo, and Aranda. Pallet One of Bartow. SR Wright and Company. By Ewing Blackwelder and Deuce Insurance. Keith Spray Service of Bartow. Taking care of your lawn and garden for over 50 years. Budget You Pull It. The parts you need when you need them. Citrus Air Conditioners of Bartow by Widden McLean Funeral Home. Beefo Brady Sports Pub in the Bartow Center South. And by Bartow Ford. We're different and we prove it. Now, let's join our broadcast crew for Yellow Jacket Football. Edmund here. I'm Jeff Thornburg. Thank you so much for joining us. We are tonight in Stewart, Florida, near the East Coast, roughly about two hours from Bartow, looking forward to an exciting matchup, as always, with the very tough Tigers. Last year, Martin County visited Bartow Memorial Stadium and walked out with a 35-7 victory. We are located tonight in the home grandstands, looking west into the sun, which we expect to go down by kickoff. But, uh, Bruce, welcome to Martin County. Yes, beautiful place, a beautiful town, um, a really nice breeze blowing right on the coast. And uh, it's a beautiful breeze that's blowing, so that takes a lot of the sting out of the sun that's, that's coming in our face. We've got the breeze to our back, and it'll cool off once that sun goes down. But uh, Martin County has an excellent field, uh, which we'll talk to Mike about in just a minute. But uh, very excited uh, for uh, Coach Eden uh, to to get his jackets underway for the season. You know, last week was a little little uh, on the downer side. We did play a uh, first half and, and uh, played very well, both offensively and defensively. So uh, look to see these jackets uh, take one more step and see what we can do with these uh, with these Tigers tonight. And Mike, I don't know what that field feels like, but it looks incredible. I, I tell you, yeah, the field looks to be in great condition, but you can see on the north end zone down there about, maybe about to the 20, 15, 20-yard 20 line, you can see where Bartow was going through some of their drills and when they plant that foot and cut this 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 grass is turning loose a little bit but it's not wet i mean it's a it's a nice dry field i mean the wind's blowing down here i'm glad you guys joined me on the outside tonight instead of being in a booth but we have a nice breeze so i think we're in for some good football tonight yeah we, yeah we do want to thank uh, the athletic director he did have us a space upstairs but it was a little bit tight it was just it was just a little too small for three people we appreciate every you know them being very cordial to us but we just thought better you know uh, none of us is underweight so uh, i got us and uh if we go by a poundage, uh, we, we could probably bend some seats. So we probably I could. think we're probably better off out here. I don't, I don't know why he's, he's looking at you when he said that. I, I was, but I'm not going to say anything. <laughs> well, um, Bruce, you mentioned last week the um, incident at Bartow Memorial Stadium. We've heard from the Bartow High School principal, Mr. Lawson. He released a statement as well. And yesterday we caught up with Coach Tyler Eaton, and he also wanted a few minutes of the radio time to uh, – give a statement on behalf of Bartow football. So uh, let's hear what Coach Eaton said yesterday. Hey, Jack and Nation, this is head football coach Tyler Eaton. Just wanted to say thank you so much for all your support and your dedication to our football team and our community. 
Some of the actions that took place during the game on Friday do not reflect myself or my coaching staff or even our players' beliefs and character. It was a rivalry game that got heated, tempers flared, and there were some things that were impermissible that we certainly handled in practice through punishment runs and various other uh, methods and implementations. We also were fortunate to have one of the head refs uh, from the association that we deal with come and talk to our boys. And our boys certainly seem to respond well and have had a great week of practice and have been very focused and disciplined. And we're excited for them to get back out on the field. As far as what happened in the stands, uh, we certainly don't condone fighting or violence of any type. We want everybody to enjoy the game, to get rowdy and have fun. But please do not use profanity when cheering. And please make sure that we uh, keep our hands to ourselves and stay in our seats and be able to create the best game day environment for everybody. Thank Thank you so much. So excited about this season and this future. Go Jack. Hello, Barto. This is Joe DeCessory with Citrus Air Conditioners, your hometown air conditioning company. If you're looking to replace your old unit, Citrus Air has many units in stock and offers financing. Call us at 534-1171 or look us up online at citrusairinc.com. The Ewing Blackwelder and Deuce Insurance Agency has been serving Central Florida since 1984. They all work and live in your neighborhood and take pride in our history. Offices in Bartow, there when you need them, representing only the most reliable companies in the industry. Your Bartow Beef O'Brady's in the Bartow Center South is your headquarters for good food and good sports. With something for everyone on the menu, your Bartow Beef's is perfect for the family, an office lunch, or to feed the team after a big win. Beef's, where game time meets family time. Welcome back to Bartow Yellow Jacket Football. I'm Jeff Holmberg along with Bruce and Andy Edmond. Mike Ayers is down there on the Yellow Jacket sideline across the field from us. We're looking out on this beautiful field here at uh, Tiger Stadium. And a logo right in the middle of the field. If you remember, Memphis Tigers. If you know what that logo looks like, that's exactly what the logo looks like here. And uh, very nice field conditions. The, the school is incredible. We, we just It's very well maintained. So we're looking for a good game tonight. And... Um, we're going to talk also with Coach Eden in just a few minutes to get his thoughts on last week's game and what he can tell us about the county, Martin County Tigers. But uh, we do want to do this because um, everybody's favorite pastime here on high school football is making picks. Well, we sure, sure need to. We need some excitement around here. So um, who was the winner last year, Mike, of Stratton Selections? It wasn't me. Me neither. That's why I brought it up. <laughs> who was it? I, I think it was you. Oh, me? It was Mr. Bruce. Oh, is that why I bought the steaks? He's got that look on his face like, me? No, not me. So, <laughs> all righty. So here we go. Brand new year. Clean the slate. Stratton Selections. Week number one. Everybody ready. Here we go. We'll run through them kind of quick because we're uh, – uh, 7 o'clock kickoff. We still want to talk to the coach. Okay. Um, we'll start with uh, All Saints Academy. Bruce, All Saints Academy is at Pensacola tonight. We thought we had a long ride. Oh, my goodness. Oh. They're playing Lighthouse Stingrays tonight. Um, I'll go with Lighthouse. Mike. Yeah, All Saints is going to be tired after that ride, so I think Lighthouse is going to take that one. Andy. I'm with Lighthouse, too. Everybody's picking the Stingrays. Next up. Uh, Fort Myers team, Southwest Florida Christian, is at Santa Fe Catholic tonight. The Crimson Hawks in Lakeland tonight. What do you think there, Andy? I'll go with Santa Fe. Mike? Fort Myers. Mike's picking Fort Myers. Yeah, I'm going to go with that, too. The Christian Kings down there. I, I am, too. No love. Next up, Victory Christian. Victory Christian is making the trip that we made last year down to Naples Golden Gate. And the Titans at home against Victory Christian, a program that's not what it used to be. Well, I tell you what, Victory Christian, uh, you, you say it's not what it used to be. They, they actually really, they suck, and uh, they've got to get better, and uh, I'm not going with Victory. 
I'm not going with Victor. And Mike? I like the way you put that, Bruce. But, you know, I mean, we love you, brother. Uh, we, we, we love the way you just go ahead and just tell it how it is. But let's go down south with this one. Everybody's picking the Golden Gate Titans on that That's game. a pretty field down there, too. Next up, the uh, the Tenorock. Speaking of Titans, the Tenorock Titans over in Lakeland, they are playing in Winter Garden tonight against Foundation Academy. Michael, what do you think about that one? Oh, my gosh. Hey, you guys are going to put me on the spot. You know, I, I guess I better come back home. Bad as I don't want to. Uh, let's do a tenor rock on this one. I'm going with the Titans as well. What do you think, Andy? Uh, foundation. I'm going with Foundation, too. I, that purple has to prove something. All right, let's get back to Polk County football. Here we go. Kathleen Red Devils, a team that will be at Bartow next week for our season opener at home. Kathleen's on the road tonight against Winter Haven. And you can't pick the Devils, Mike. I can't? I don't, know what, I'm I don't know what Kathleen's going to do. That's, that's who I'm going to pick. Kathleen doesn't have a field. Uh, they've got their place tore up, but I'm, I'm going with uh, Winter Haven. Bruce is picking the Blue Devils. Yeah, let's go Blue. Mike is Blue. Andy, Kathleen. Kathleen. I'm going to pick Winter Haven. All right, up next. they got uh, a new coach this year, too. They do. The Lake Region Thunder is at the George Jenkins Eagles tonight. <laughs> Andy, we'll start with you. Lake Region Mike. Bruce, I still love you, brother. I know you do. GJ. Okay. Yeah, I know, I'm, I know I'm, you can. I'm rolling with the thunder. Oh, you you can't even say it either. Oh, you're going with the thunder? I'm rolling with I the love thunder. It. I'm a thunder. I'm thunder 100%. <laughs> Next up, the Haines City Hornets. They are on the road tonight at Crosstown Rival Davenport, taking on the Broncos tonight. I'm going to begin this one. I'll say Haines City. Yeah, they let me down a lot last year, but I think they'll beat Davenport. What do you think, Mike? Haines City. And Andy. Hey, it's Haines City. There you go. The Lake Gibson Braves. The Lake Gibson Braves are on the road to Tarpon Springs tonight. Seems like everybody's on the road far away tonight. Uh, they're playing uh, East Lake, the Eagles. Um, Lake Gibson versus the East Lake Eagles tonight. Hmm. Should be a good ball game. What do you think, Mike? Eagles. Andy? Lake Gibson. Lake Gibson? I'll take Lake Gibson as well. I will, too. Okay. Sorry, Mike. Uh, next up, uh, the Frostproof Bulldogs will visit... Lakeland Christian tonight. Huge game. Huge game. Frostproof blew out somebody last week. Lakeland Christian blew out somebody, but you know who I'm going with. I'm going with Big John O'Neill, Danny Williams, yep. Coach Perry, and Coach Ruiz. I'm doing Lakeland that. Christian. All Me too. Me too. I'm going Big John. Lakeland Christian. Everybody's with Lakeland Christian tonight. Up next, well, a team that we played last week couldn't get further away from where we are right now. Yeah. About 140 miles due east of where we're sitting right now is the Fort Meade Miners. They're playing over at Sarasota tonight on the west coast of Florida, and uh, they're playing the, the Sailors. Mike, what do you think about the Miners over at Sarasota? You know, after seeing Fort Meade and Bartow last week, both teams kind of got to settle down, but I think Fort Meade's got a little bit more than what people are really giving them credit for, so I think Fort Meade may take Sarasota tonight. I really like that quarterback, and, and uh, he's going to, they throw those quick passes they throw those slants. They throw the ball up. They got some receivers. I'll go with Fort Meade. Andy? Sarasota. Andy's picking Sarasota. I'm sticking with the Miners. I like the quarterback as well. Andy's got a grudge. And, and since we're speaking of the Miners, is now a good time, Mike? Big shout-out to our, our, you know, your wife and our good friend Elizabeth. Oh, my goodness. Please get yes. better quick. Please feel sweet. better soon. Absolutely, sweetie. We appreciate you tuning in and listening to us. Up next, the uh, Zephyr Hill Bulldogs will visit Legion Field tonight to take on the Highlanders, state champion, defending state champion Highlanders. They'll lose. Well, who will? 
The Highlanders. The Highlanders. You're picking Zephyr Hills. I'm picking Zephyr Hills. Zephyr Hills is a tough team. I don't know if you guys read much on Zephyr Hills, but they generally stay pretty consistent throughout you know the last couple of years. I haven't read a thing, but I know Lake Wells lost about 90% of their team. They did, but Zephyr Hills is tough. And, Jeff, you can go ahead and put me down for Z Hills. Andy? Yeah, after Bruce telling me they lost all their players, I might have to go with Zebra Hills. Oh, I can't pick against we know my, it, I can't, yeah. I can't pick against my alma mater. He's wearing an orange shirt, can't you see? I know. All right, our final game uh, tonight, probably the game of the week, is at uh, Bryant Stadium tonight. The Lakeland Dreadnoughts are hosting Miami Norlin. The Vikings are in town to take on Marvin Frazier and the new look Lakeland Dreadnoughts. Apparently, Lakeland's two and zero against this team, but I, I'm gonna I'm gonna reach out. I'm going with Miami. Okay. Yeah, when those teams come up from down south, it's always tough because you never know what they're bringing with them. Yeah. So that's going to be a game. But let's go. Let's hope Lakeland takes it tonight. Miami. Bruce and Andy are picking Miami. Mike and Jeff will pick the Lakeland Dreadnoughts. And a game last night, Coach Peavy. I hope you're up. Hope you're listening. Coach, I can't believe this. The Mulberry Panthers won the, the their opener last night against Ambassador Christians, the school from Winter Haven, 47 to 6. Yeah, but the funny part about it is Ambassador only has seven, they're a seven player team. And so the Panthers really put it on them. Uh, did they play with 11 or what, of Bruce? Of course they did. That's the only <laughs> way they could have won. Everybody going both ways. So. Wow. There you go. That is the week one edition of Stratton Selections. Hope you enjoyed. Hope you picked along, and you're probably way smarter than all of us. Now you're looking at a one and nine record on Stratton Selections. (laughs) You know, they are proud to be Bartos Air Conditioning Company. It is Citrus Air Conditioning Complete Service for your home or office with such great care. It must be Citrus Air. Give them a call, 534-1171. We thank them so much. All right, when we come back from this timeout, we are going to check in with Barto head football coach Tyler Eden and his comments before pregame. You're listening to Yellow Jacket Football on WBF. You have a chance to win a brand new GMC truck from Kelly Buick GMC and help support our local schools like the Polk County 4-H and FFA programs. 20bucktruck.com 20bucktruck.com Kelly Buick GMC. 35 amazing years. Hey, that's us here at Spath Jewelers. We offer services such as beautiful custom work that's sure to wow, repairs, complimentary cleaning, appraisals, watch repairs, financing. What more do you need? We're here Monday through Friday, 10 to 7, and Saturdays from 10 to 5. The Witten McLean Funeral Home of Bartow and the McLean Funeral Home of Fort Meade hold high the responsibility placed on them, offering you the personal attention and distinctive service you deserve. Witten and McLean, synonymous with service. We are happy to be once again joined by Yellow Jacket head football coach Tyler Eden. Coach Eden, thank you again for the time uh, before tonight's kickoff with Martin County. But uh, let's flip-flop back to last Friday night. I know we're all kind of disappointed that we didn't get to play the full game, Mm -hmm. but we did get two quarters in. Can you give us your analysis, the good things you saw, and some of the things that maybe need improvement from the kickoff classic game with Fort Meade last week? Yeah, well, first off, thank you so much for having me. It's always a pleasure to be able to sit and talk with you. Um, You know, I, I think there was a lot of good from that game when it comes to just 
energy and passion and, and physicality. I mean, we something that we really preach. We want our boys to be physical. We want them to have that energy. Um, and I thought we did. I thought as far as defense, defensively goes, I mean, I, I don't think we could have played better um, overall. I mean, for us to give them the ball in the 20-yard line and end their drive on the on the 35 going back 15 yards instead of forward is awesome. They kept them out of the end zone. That's one of the better offenses in Polk County. Um, they got a three-star receiver, and, and we really dominated them on that front. Now, offensively, you know, we were a little bit nervous. We're a little younger offensively than we are. Defensively, we're a little more experienced, a little aged, so they kind of had a feel for what they were going to do. Offensively, we're younger. But you could see, you know, once we got the running game going, they felt comfortable, and, and we really started to impose our will. And Travion Himes and, and um, Daryl Glover are, are just really two very good running backs, and, and we were really opening some holes. And they both ended up carrying seven times. Travion Himes had 61 yards and a touchdown in the first half. Daryl Glover had seven carries, 64 yards and a touchdown. So anytime you're rushing for over 120, I think it was like 135 and a half, that's pretty good. And speaking of individuals, K.J. Valentine, his performance from Friday. Yeah, you know, I thought it was good. I mean, overall, he was three for four passing the football. So anytime you have a completion percentage of 75%, that's pretty good. Now, I will say the fumble hurt us. Okay, um, and he knows that. You know that was a, that was, and part of it I'll take blame for. It. I won't put that all on him because what we wanted to do is we wanted to set it up that the deep shot up with a bubble, and instead of doing that, I got impatient and kind of you know bit my cheek and said, "Let's just go for it." And I regret that big time. And so he um, trying to make a play, trying to get it out, threw it backwards. It was a fumble, so that really hurt us. But thank God our defense saved us there. And um, But other than that, I thought he made good decisions. I mean, he had a really nice scramble and throw. He had a really nice ball um, down in the right corner of the end zone that should have been caught. Jason Williams, he, he knows that. He, he's been working all week on it. Um, we expect him to make those catches. But but the big thing for me is with KJ, I, you know, he's, he's a real good leader, and his decision-making is what I love. I mean, again, I asked my quarterback to be the point guard, and so that kind of comes naturally to him. And so even though it may not have been a great passing day, I was still very pleased with um, with where he was at. But I know at the end of the day he knows he's got to be better, and, and, and I believe he will. Plus, his senior leadership on the team is good as well. Oh, it's huge. I mean, that's a huge part of it. You know, guys respect him. And one of the things is, you know, I'm a big Urban Meyer fan. And at Ohio State, he used to drive me nuts because uh, we had this guy named JT Barrett who was the quarterback. Oh, yeah. And I always thought, like, gosh, he's holding us back. He's holding us back. He can't throw. You know, Cardell Jones is better or this guy's better. But now I get it. You know, JT Barrett was not going to be the fastest guy, wasn't going to have the best arm. But he was going to make the right decision, and he was a leader that those kids, those guys, those men respected. And that's kind of how, where KJ is. Last week during the broadcast, we commented about the defensive line. You got the anchor in the middle, Bird. Mm-hmm. You got Martin on one side mm-hmm. and Bruce on the other side. Mm-hmm. That is a pretty stout defensive line in high school football. Oh, no doubt. And then Ladarius Davis, too. Davis. Yep. So you got you got Davis, Bruce, Bird, and, and Martin. And, and to be honest, there's a couple kids who are working hard behind them who are pretty good. Kendrick Stacy is a sophomore. He's a pretty big kid. He's going to be a real good defensive lineman. Caleb Bell as well. I mean, so we got some some real good depth. Jacob Ratliff's another one. He's injured now, but he'll be back. We got some real good depth behind those men. But those four young men, man, they are they're seniors. They're hungry. They want to win. I mean, and you talk about them on a D-line. I mean, they're wreaking havoc. But then on offense, I got Mike, Mikey on saying, Coach, if you need me and Bird, we're ready to go. I mean, they just got off the field, and they want to get back out there because they just want to win, and that's the beauty of it. And I'll tell you, I'll be honest. Mike would know if I – he would be, he'd tell you the truth. 
when I got here in the spring, Mike told me, Coach, I don't play offense. And now you talk about a kid that's worked so hard and he's changed so much as far as his mentality and his just will to win and his leadership that he's now willing to start on both sides of the ball and he wants to get out there and play. And then um, he's a captain for us. I mean, he's he's just done a fantastic job. And, yeah, they did a great job of just getting after Carson. And, and, and really, I mean, other than maybe two pass plays, Fort Meade really did not do much at all. And, and a lot of that's because of our defensive line. And you had Bird and Stanley in the I formation that led to Glover's touchdown, I believe, the, the big 30-yarder. So, uh, like you said, they want to play both sides of the ball because they're just athletes. They just want to get out there. Oh, yeah, they're, they're guys. And that's why I tell them, too. You know, a lot of them talk about Division One, and, and I've been fortunate to coach Division One kids before, and, and uh, my, a lot of my friends are Division One college coaches. And I have sometimes I'll tell them, I say, guys, you know, the truth of it is, you know, my, my buddy um, coaches at the University of Arizona right now, and he's coached with SEC, a bunch of plays. He's just said, real Division One guys never leave the field. They're on the field all the time in high school. And so um, I think that's starting to rub off on them that they just want to be uh, on the field competing because they just this team is just so competitive. They're gosh darn competitive. And that's the part of the problem, right? When you get too competitive, you start talking trash. And so we've had to temper that back. Um, and we really worked on that. We actually practiced this week celebrating together. Would you believe it? We, whenever we make a play, guys would celebrate together instead of talking at an opponent. So, but, but I love it. Yeah, they're out there working hard. One final question on the Fort Meade game. Your first experience as the head coach walking out to Bartow Memorial Stadium with fans in the stands, mm-hmm. the band playing, mm-hmm. came through the Yellow Jacket Tunnel. Um, your emotions that night leading your team onto the field? Oh, they were all at an all-time high. I mean, you know, I've coached for a while now, and, and so the actual X's and O's and the actual game, the managing of the game, um, you know, that wasn't really a, 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 a nothing new under the sun there but when you're talking about somewhere that you call home now and you got a huge student section I mean you know I was told and again I, I can't verify this but I was told by the boosters and, and by other people that this is the biggest gate they've made in over 10 years I mean there's a lot of people here um, and when you when you get to come out and our boys get to run out to that and and again every what I told everybody is every little thing matters when you have a community like this you know from the cheerleaders to the band to the football players to the parents to the boosters to the um to the everybody everybody has a job to the radios to everybody you know everybody has this job and when everybody gets to come together and use their talents to to build this thing up it's so special and so our boys i'm so happy they got to have a taste of that they know that they there were some mistakes that need to be cleaned up and they will be and um but but as far as the atmosphere i mean i hope it's like that all year long All right, so now we uh, open up the regular season. Week number one, we're two hours away over to the East Coast, going to play the Martin County Tigers, perennial playoff teams. The Tigers are always seen to be in the playoffs, so it's a good quality ball club. Mm -hmm. What can you tell us about Martin County, and how do you approach that team? Well, I'll tell you what, not only are they a good quality ball club, I mean, they are a a ball club that makes the playoffs and makes runs in the playoffs, you know. Um, I want to say they've made it to the regional final game the last five years in a row or something along those lines, but they've been been in competition for it. Uh, I think right now they're ranked in the top ten, top eight, and four I mean, so this is a really, really good team. I mean, they got talent. They've got they got a good coaching staff. They got discipline. They got a great community and support. So this is going to be a ball game. Make no mistake about it. It's going to be very tough. But I told our boys all week. I said, hey, you know what a great opportunity we have when we sit here and we talk about we want to win championships and be a championship team. Well, man, you got to beat the best teams in the state to be able to win a championship. So it's early, um, but what an opportunity we have to go and be tested by one of the best teams in the state, and we get an opportunity to go out there. And, and, uh, and hopefully play some great ball and, and, and try to and really see where we're at. You've kind of touched on it already, but the, the week of practice was a good one. Mm-hmm. You, you made some adjustments. Uh, you, you actually said you brought a referee in to talk to the boys mm-hmm. about some things, but 
how'd the week of practice go? Any injuries to speak of? Or are we all good to go? No injuries, thank God, and, and praise God for that. We we were very fortunate. We um, we had a great week. This yesterday by far was our best overall day of practice since I've taken over the program. Again, just the just the structure, the timing, the the energy that the boys had, and it was good energy, right? It wasn't negative energy. Um, we really cracked down on a couple things uh, that we needed to crack down and get better at, and. And so I, I think and I'm hoping that we see um, the three things that I told him the keys to win this week are you got to be assignment perfect every time. You want to win a big ball game against a top opponent, you got to do your job every time perfect over and over and over again. Then you got to be more physical. You got to do your job, but it's not enough to just do it. You got to bring the noise. You got to bring the hammer and you got to use your pads to do it. And the last one is mentality. You know, you got to stay together. Good things happen, stay together. Bad things happen, stay together. Continue to fight, continue to have that mentality and be a finisher and, um, and, and do things the right way. And so we've preached that all week long and I, and I, and I believe we're going to get a really good result. Coach, I appreciate your time. Good luck tonight against Martin County. Thank you so much. Always a pleasure. Pallet One of Bartow is looking for new career-minded employees. Pallet One offers competitive wages and benefits including health, dental, vision, paid vacation, and a matching 401k plan. Join the Pallet One team today. Pallet One is an equal opportunity employer. In today's complicated financial world, it's nice to know that Steve Wright and Company is there, helping you utilize your resources more effectively as you work toward your financial goals from tax returns to retirement plans and all the stops in between. Rely on Steve Wright and Company on Avenue H in Winter Haven. If you're looking for good food and good family time, look no farther than Beef O'Brady's in the Bartow Center South. Your Bartow Beefs is perfect for lunch or dinner for the whole family or whole team. Your Bartow Beefs, where game time meets family time. Locally owned and operated, we are FM 102.9 and AM 1130. WWBF Bartow. Welcome back to Tiger Stadium. We are in Martin County tonight for the Tigers and the Bartow Yellow Jackets. It is the season opener. We are moments away from the opening kickoff. We just had our national anthem performed by the Martin County High School Marching Band, a very fine rendition. Colors were presented by the junior ROTC. And, uh, Bruce, this field, we talked about it's in really good condition. It's a north-south field. We are on the, the east side looking into the sun as it sets. And I can't imagine too much longer it'll be before this stadium goes through what we call the Kathleen Red Devil transition, meaning they'll move the home side to the other side yeah. of the field. Because right now the home squad is in the sunshine, Bartos in the shade. Yeah, it's uh, uh, it's, it's something you learn through time. And, and uh, this everything looks really new. This whole city looks new. You know, it's like, it's like uh, all new and uh, so i don't know how old the school is i don't know how old the stadium is i don't know how old the track is but uh i do know that it's fairly new and they'll get it together and spend a hundred grand and change that around or a half million one county won the toss and deferred well they get somebody with a big so name to do it write a check Mike, the PA guy stole your thunder yes he did martin county did win the toss and they deferred so barta will go on offense first Yes. The Yellow Jackets will receive the opening kickoff. The Yellow Jackets all in white tonight, white pants, white jerseys with their orange helmets. And for the Martin County Tigers, think of the Sebring Blue Streaks. Yeah. They're all in blue. Yeah. I like their helmets. So I like the Memphis, uh, the Memphis sign, uh, the M with the tiger on it. And uh, I'm, I'm like, man, this announcer, that's a cat you don't want to mess with right now because he has his whole place under control. I like him already. He's got a, he's got a script up there, and he's following every layer of it. Bet you. 
the, uh, the Tigers all in blue. Blue plant, blue pants, blue well, jerseys, and blue helmets. They got off to a better start because they did shake hands after the toss and that. Yeah, and and I mean, last week was an anomaly. It, it was it was it was a one in a in a you know a hundred or a thousand. Uh, especially with it getting that out of control. So uh, I look for a good played football game, hopefully a well-officiated game tonight, uh, very few penalties, and, and let's, uh, let's play football. Absolutely. Martin County will kick off. Big number 15, John Connolly has it teed up at the 40-yard line. Back deep to receive for the Yellow Jackets. We just learned his nickname. He wears number 8. Uh, Galva's his name. Yeah, and, and but we we're going to call him what what Darrell Galva. He's got a name on the team called Rabbit. 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 So we're going to call him Rabbit. He wears number eight. You'll see him at uh, in the defensive secondary during the ball game. Also back there to receive is is a big number twelve, and, and that is Taylor, the speedster. Here goes the kick. A low line going to be taken by an up man at the twenty yard line. He's across the twenty five, and still on his feet. It's Murray, I believe. Murray That's with three. the ball finally knocked out of bounds well, on the far side of the field, short of the forty yard line, right about the thirty eight. Yeah, and I tell you what, uh, Murray's always a highlight reel when he gets the ball in his hands. They'll find out pretty quick they don't want to kick it to him too often. They got the wind at their back right now, too. Yeah, Bartow's going into the wind. You're right, Andy. The Martin County has it to their backs. First down, Yellow Jackets. So here comes the Yellow Jacket offense on the field the first time. We're just underway. K.J. Valentine, he wears number 15. He's your starting quarterback. He's going to be in the pistol formation. Going to send two wide receivers here to the near side. That's going to be Taylor along with number four, and that is Thomas. Yeah, and it uh, looks like uh, Jason Williams is going to be a fullback. He's going to be in between the center and the quarterback. Well, he wears number 11. Yeah. We'll see what we see here. He's off He's off to the right a little bit, so he's just he's a lead fullback here on this play. But we're waiting on somebody to get the clock straight. And that's not the lady that it's does not Mabel's fault. No. Okay. All right, here we go. The referees are ready. Valentine looks over the defense. Four down lineman for the Tigers. Here's the snap, and it's going to be a handoff, and they give it to Hines trying to turn the corner. He's going to pick up two or three as he stretches the play out to the Hines left side of the formation. Yeah, and that was a that was a good block as he came he came from the opposite side of the center, but Williams came across and had a good block on the outside, uh, which allowed him to get uh, probably about four yards. It's going to be second down and six now here for the Yellow Jackets. Spot the ball at the. Yellow Jacket, 42-yard line. Valentine will empty the backfield now. Five receivers in the pattern. Um, check that. There is one back in the backfield. That's Himes still in the backfield. Second and six. Valentine got the ball. Option. Option play. He pitches it to Himes on the outside. Himes turns the corner. He's going to be about a yard short, Bruce. Yeah. Yep. A pretty good read option. As, as uh, He's reading one guy. He's reading the defensive end. The defensive end. If he squeezes on the quarterback, he pitches right away, and then it's, it's the uh, linebacker or the corner's responsibility to make the tackle. So it's going to be third and about two now for the Yellow Jackets. The ball at the Yellow Jacket 46-yard line. This is the opening possession of the ball game. No score, Tigers and Yellow Jackets. From Stewart, Florida, we're in Martin County tonight near the East Coast. Big power eye formation behind the quarterback, Valentine. He's going to go up under center. On second and two. Here's the snap. Second man through, and he's going to be hit in the backfield, and no, he's not going to make it. Yeah, that was third down, and and uh, he stopped. And, Mike, I, I have no All idea right, why he stopped. 
Yeah, he hit a wall there. There was nothing there. His blocks were not there. And uh, when Martin County came around, they actually collapsed in on the side on that thing and closed it up on him. He had nowhere to go. Yeah, I was, I was yeah. I, yes, I totally agree. Tackle made by Mitchell and about five of his well, They're going to lose about two on the play, so yeah, it's no going to be fourth down. They're punting into a very strong win. Yeah. Valentine will also handle the punting duties. Back deep for the receiver of the Tigers is a Colebrook, number five, Tony Colebrook. And see what they can do with this, with that stiff breeze that Valentine will be kicking into. I Snap is good. That. Kick is up. Not a bad kick. Good kick. And it's going to bounce, and the Yellow Jackets will let it roll, and right about the 20-yard line. Down. So the Tigers will have their first offensive possession of the ball game. When we return, you're listening to Yellow Jacket Football on WBF. Hi, I'm Benny Jr. at Bartow Ford. It's a crazy time to purchase a vehicle, and it's even more important to choose the right dealership. We can help you build the vehicle the way you want it. Arrive when it's supposed to at the agreed-upon price. No gimmicks, no games. At Bartow Ford, we're different, and we prove it. Experience matters with regards to representation in personal injury or wrongful death, like the courtroom experience of the law firm of Campbell, Trone, Tamayo, and Aranda. They also specialize in business litigation. CTTALaw.com. For over 50 years, Keith Spray Service has been serving Polk County with specialized treatment of delicate ornamentals, including rose bushes. Want to learn more about the treatments of ornamentals as well as expert lawn care? Call Keith Spray Service. Welcome back to Martin County High School. First and 10 for the Tigers uh, from their own 21-yard line. Uh, quarterback Jackson Williams with a little quarterback keeper. He's going to pick up about two on the play, set up a second and eight now. Jackson again. Now the right-hander wants to throw, dumps it out in the flat. The pass is caught by Colebrook. Colebrook. So that's going to be short of a first down. It's going to be third and about four. Yeah, a little quick out. Uh, Galver, uh, well, that's Hampton that's over here on this side. Uh, he was he was right there on the play, so he didn't get beat by any means. Just good catch and throw. Pushed him out. Third and we'll call it four. Third and four now for the Tigers from about their 27-yard line. Yellow Jackets with the big line. Now we have a timeout on the field. We're gonna have a sideline warning yeah, appears against the Tigers. That won't be a penalty. That'll be their first warning. And then the next time, they'll uh, it'll cost them. You know, guys, and like last week, when the official was explaining the game to him, talking to him about what he was going to tolerate and what he wasn't going to tolerate, he was very clear that it would be a warning at first. No cussing, sideline violations, the whole nine yards. He let him go. Third and four here for the Tigers, and it's going to be a quarterback keeper. Williams up the middle. He's go. He's not going to make it. Bruce, he ran in right to the big four right in the middle. And that was our number 31. We called his name 100 times last week, uh, Stanley. Uh, And number 31 made some plays last week. On the offensive side, too. He had some nice – he was the the middle eye in that eye formation. So, yeah. And he's he's like the only linebacker because they spread their linebackers out quite a bit. So that's going to put the Tigers in punt formation. Low snap. Punter gets it away, has the wind nice at his barrel. It's going to sail all the way down to the 29-yard line, picked up there by seven. That's Murray. Murray gets to the 35, 36 before he's brought down. That's not Murray. Murray, uh, that's uh, Jaden Williams. Williamson, sorry. Williams. Murray's number three this, three year. this year. So the Yellow Jackets will have their second attempt on offense uh, tonight. 
field. Got some cloud cover right now. Yeah, and the, the sun is is made my eyes where First it's hard for me to adjust and look at the page. <laughs> Even with my glasses, it's not working. Oh, I, I don't have on my glasses. I got on my sunglasses. No wonder I can't see it. I feel better now. First and ten for the Yellow Jackets. No score in the ballgame. 8.39 to play in the first quarter. Bartow, first and ten from their own 36-yard line. Basically right in front of us. Thankful for the cloud for a moment. We need to stay there. Valentine. Valentine in the shotgun. Put one man in motion. They fake it to him. Nope. They will give it to him on a jet sweep. And that was Thomas. He tried to turn the corner. Going to pick up about three or four. Uh, yeah, he, he could be in the five or six range. That was a, He really made it upfield. You're right, Bruce. Good he eyes. Got, yeah. He got like five on that one. Good Second five and five. Yeah. yeah. He lowered that head and lowered that shoulder. And when he did, the Tigers paid for that one. Yeah. Uh, it's like, it's, it, he really lowered that shoulder, Mike. Yeah, he did. He, uh, he, he, he pushed him back about three yards on that hit. Second and five here for the Yellow Jackets at their own 41-yard line. No score in the ballgame. Valentine in the uh, shotgun formation. Himes right behind him. Two wide receivers to the near side of the field. Again, they're going to put Thomas in motion. Fake it this time to him, and up the middle goes Himes. He's caught in the backfield and thrown for a loss. He really was. They, they didn't bite on that a bit. Uh, number Looks like number 92 for... Um, for Memphis, Martin County uh, came through the line and just blew them up. Memphis? Yeah, I'm going to say a lot with that Tiger sitting in front of me. It's right here in front. There's, there's, a, there's a tent right in front of us with a, Martin, with a Memphis Tiger, and it looks identical. All right. Third, it is. Third and seven. Third and seven here for the Jackets. From their own 39-yard line, Valentine in the shotgun. Two receivers to the near side of the field. Here's the snap. Valentine Open. wants to throw. Wide a, oh. It's going to be caught. It's caught. And got behind the receiver. Down the field goes He's the gone. returner. He's, He's streaking to the end zone. It's going to be a touchdown. The, the defender made an attempt on the ball, Bruce, and missed, and that left the field wide open. Yeah, I saw him coming the whole way, and, Mike, I bet his eyes got big as, as, as saucers because that was a pick six for him. But if you don't catch the ball, it's six points, and that's exactly what happened. That's what I thought. He, he was fixing to snag that thing. I thought it was over. That's where that one bites you, and it just bit him just like that. You Just like you mentioned, you know, you pick it off, that's your six. You miss it, that's their six. Uh, and, that, and, Mike, that was 23? Glover, right? Yes, I believe it oh, was. Yeah. Turtle. 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 Second touchdown of the season. But well, he didn't I'm, look like no turtle when he was getting it down the sideline. I can uh, tell you that. <laughs> I, this, that's why I used to tell my DBs, if you got a chance for on the in the first part of the game to make a gunshot hit or a pick, I said, lay that gat, cat out. And Casey uh, Mullis on to attempt the extra point from the hold of Valentine. The kick is up into the wind. It is okay. good. Good. That's our superstar kicker right there, and that's why I'm not coaching anymore. 7-10 to play here in the first quarter. Bartow 7, Martin County nothing. You're listening to Yellow Jacket Football on WBF. Hello, Bartow. This is Joe DeCessory with Citrus Air Conditioners, your hometown air conditioning company. If you're looking to replace your old unit, Citrus Air has many units in stock and offers financing. Call us at 534-1171 or look us up online at citrusairinc.com. When looking for insurance coverage, consider the Ewing Black Welder Induce Agency with offices in downtown Bartow. Ewing Black Welder Induce Insurance with a wide range of insurance products to meet your every need. Becky Maslack, your local office manager. 
Your Bartow Beef O'Brady's in the Bartow Center South is your headquarters for good food and good sports. With something for everyone on the menu, your Bartow Beefs is perfect for the family, an office lunch, or to feed the team after a big win. Beefs, where game time meets family time. Welcome back to Martin County. Yellow Jackets with a 7 nothing lead. Here's the kickoff, and it's going to be oh, short. Bobble, it's bobbled, and he falls right on the ball, does... Uh, Colebrook, number five, so yeah. Martin County would take over right there. That wind uh, really held up that football, and, and he came under it and kind of kind of lost track of it right as it was getting to him, and it bounced right off his chest. They were lucky to get back on that. 61-yard touchdown pass from K.J. Valentine to uh, Glover, Turtle, and gives Bartow a 7-0 lead here in the first quarter. Is that turning me down? It's turning you up. Yeah, turn me down a little bit. You want me to turn up? Okay. Thank you. Uh, Say something? Say something. Okay. There we go. Andy's fixed. We're ready. First and 10 for the Yellow Jackets (laughs) from their own 21-yard line. Here's the quarterback. He throws to the near side. Pass is going to be complete to Taylor, but uh, the Jackets are there, Bruce. Yeah, that was Gala that came in. It just took his his feet right out from underneath him, and then a couple other Jackets came and gave him the what for. And Bruce... Yes. So he's talking to you? Talking to Bruce over here. He's calling him out up there. Yeah, I'm sorry. <laughs> Second and nine, one-yard pickup on the pass completion. Williams over there to uh, Taylor. Here we go. Again, Williams the quarterback for Martin County. It's a handoff this time up the middle, 22. Dominic Lucci. Lucci going to pick up two or three. Third yeah, down. Yeah, Williams has been pretty successful uh, pulling that ball. He runs a pretty good read option so far from what I see. Well, if you look at the size of those three linemen, he just followed up the line. You're not, I mean, yeah. we're big on the front, but I just don't think we're that big on the front. Yeah, that one cat with all the hair, he's he's one big dude, and now they got Bartow almost. Almost jumped offside. Jackson Williams with the ball. He's in the backfield, and he's going to be bottled up. That yeah. is that is Bird. Bartow's ball. On the, ground. the ball is on the ground. Bartow's ball, guys. And that was Bird, uh, Quavion Bird who caused the fumble. I seen him slapping him when he grabbed him. He had him from behind, and he was slapping at it. Williams. I tell you what, Murray needs to have a talking to already because he came over and was halfway across the field jawing this team, and that's a no. Timeout for the mandatory uh, water break. A reminder, one of our game sponsors tonight, Carla Meeks, not just a realtor, but she is your full-time realtor. She enjoys helping people, whether it's your first home, downsizing, or branding, or building a brand new home. She can help you anywhere in the state. Carla Meeks Realtor, 604-9287. Of course, area code is 863. If you need Carla, thank you. Thank you, Carla. And, uh, Bruce, six minutes left here in the first quarter. We're at the halftime or the water break midway through the first. Bartos are pretty good. Yeah, they they look good on both sides of the football. And right now you got to capitalize. And if I'm if I'm Barto, if I'm Eden, uh, I'm I'm looking maybe uh, to uh, go up top and try to try to really take the wind out of their sails early. But you know, this far down the field, I don't know, Mike. Uh, maybe you just run the football and, and take some more time off the clock and, and score that way. I tell you guys, you feel that wind. You look at the flags. I mean, going over the top with this ball right now, I think it's going to be a little bit difficult for either team. Um, I do like KJ's quick out pass. I mean, I think that's working, and that's, that's you know that's what set up the touchdown a while ago. But just going across the top for that, I think I think he may be holding back on that till we flip fields. 
Bruce, you got the jumbo package in there. You got Bird, you got Stanley in the backfield in the I formation. Actually, they're a little offset. Yep. And Himes is the deep man. Here's the handoff. They're going to give it to Himes. Up the middle he goes behind those big linebackers and down linemen. He's going to get about another four or five yards. Yeah, and with him being in the pistol, it has to be offset one way or the other. And you're pretty much saying, I've got the helmet on, I'm giving it to this guy going this way, but you got you got to tackle him. So uh, we got two big hogs out in front, and he got good positive yards again. It's going to be second down and six here for the Yellow Jackets. And, Mike, they're going to start about the 17-yard line? Yes, sir. Yeah, the numbers are just becoming legible on the field. As the sun starts to set. Same formation. Oh, this time Bartow jumps. Flag. So that's going to be a five-yard penalty for the uh, Yellow Jackets. It's a call against the Yellow Jackets. Illegal procedure will back them up. Yeah, now it it totally... It totally changes your play call and everything from here. You, you were you were second and and very manageable, and now you're second and uh, you're behind the chains. Make it second down and twelve for the Yellow Jackets. Bartos in front, seven to nothing. Five minutes left here in the first quarter. We're in Stewart, Florida tonight, Martin County High School. Valentine again in the uh, pistol formation. Two receivers on the far side of the field. Here's the snap. They fake the handoff. Slant across the middle. Oh, a little behind the receiver falls incomplete. Yeah, and um, if if he throws that uh, in front of him, that's another six points, Mike. Uh, The safety just wasn't in a position to help. But you can see how you mentioned that field chopped chopped up when they were doing the pregame, and the field just came out from underneath him there. It really chewed it up. Yeah, this, this end of the field, I mean, you can really see where Bartow chopped it up pretty good whenever they were doing their pregame warm-ups. But that pass looked like, I mean, it looked like it was tapped, uh, tipped at the line of scrimmage also. Very well could have been. It, it, Timeout. Lost, it lost every bit of its spiral. It just kind of went away. Timeout taken by the Bartow Yellow Jackets. We'll take the break along with them. 4.44 to play in the first quarter. Bartow 7 and Martin County nothing. Martin. You're listening to Yellow Jacket Football on WBF. Hello, it's Sheriff Grady Judd. I'm here to talk about the 20 Buck Truck. This is the seventh year that the Kelly Automotive Group has donated a truck. Proceeds from this event are given back to the kids. Be sure to go to 20bucktruck.com and get your ticket today. Are you crazy for customer service? So are we. Here at Spatulers, we realize that our complete customer satisfaction is essential to our success. With our friendly and knowledgeable staff, you'll feel right at home as soon as you walk through the door. This is more than just a job. It's our love and passion. Come see us. Emily at Spatulers. Today's broadcast is sponsored in part by the Whitten McLean Funeral Home of Bartow since 1925 and the McLean Funeral Home of Fort Meade. They're family-owned and are committed to providing personal service with the concept of our family serving yours. Alrighty, following the Yellow Jacket timeout, Bartow is facing a third and 12 from the Martin County 22-yard line. What's the score? 7-0. Oh, okay, just check. Bartow in front. Valentine in the shotgun. Two receivers left, two receivers to the right. Glover is in the backfield. Here's the snap, and they're going to hand it to Glover. Glover runs behind a couple of backs. They're ripping at the ball. Glover holds on, Glover and he's going to get about to the 19-yard line. Yeah, they were really ripping at that football, guys, and... He was. He did everything he could to hold on to it, and at some point, it becomes survival. And he and he's the only Bartow player standing in the middle of that. So you had like five 
five Tigers just in there just ripping at it. Yeah, and, and right here, I, I think you, you have some play where you throw it into the end zone, guys. If they pick it, you know, you, you get them, they're out of the 20. But I, I make sure that, that something is pretty much in the end zone here. All right, here we go. Fourth down. He's got that in mind, Bruce. Fourth and, fourth and ten, the ball at the 20. Valentine will line up in the shotgun. He's got three receivers to the near side of the field. Here's the snap. Valentine drops straight back. He's under some pressure, under some pressure, rolling out to his left now. Up the field he goes. First down. I think he's, he's got a first down. down. First down, guys. Oh, he's going to be just short. He, he mismarked that one. That's a bad spot, guys. Oh, he's going to be a half, a half a yard short. It's fourth and inches. So that's going to turn the ball over on downs if the spot holds over there. Yeah, he did a really good job to get away. They had a blitz coming from the side. He was rolling two guys, and uh, he just had to outrun the – the kid that was blitzing and looks like they are going to be about a yard short a half yard short and it will be uh um, martin county's ball they're still talking over there on the far side of the field about something probably just the spot of the ball but it is going to be the martin county tigers ball are they going to measure i guess they are going to measure First down. First down, guys. It's going to be a first down. First How down. about that? Well, Mike, the Mike. the chains were all messed up because where the down marker is looks like he's a half yard short. And listen, I mean, I don't know that. Take it. It, just the just the very tip of the nose of that ball was right at the post. I mean, you could the down marker. So I mean, that's just one of those judgment calls. When the official makes it, it is what it is. Yeah, I'm not going to argue with that one. Yeah. Well, good effort from Valentine to stretch out his body and you know, take off under all that pressure from the backfield and. Jackets new life with a first and ten at the uh, ten yard line. Mike, they can get a first down before a touchdown. Just it's going to be barely, huh? Oh, uh, just barely. Don't, I don't know. Wanna, maybe they don't want to put up. Well, that. okay, they just dropped the chain, so it's first and goal. Yeah, they're going to put the ball right at the ten. Here we go. Handoff up the middle. Big number twenty-three. That is Himes. Glover, He's going to get about five on the play. Or is that Glover? That's Turtle. Yeah, Turtle. Quickly, the line of the Yellow Jackets Birch are back to the line of scrimmage. And Morris. You know, they did that last week, that hurry-up offense. Somebody's cramping and we got a Yeah, we got a, um, a Tiger down. It looks like Birch, big number 92, Conrad Birch down. Yeah, he's already made a big play tonight, and, and uh, I think I'm hoping that he's just cramping because he's got he's, his right leg is almost up underneath him, guys, and I don't like that. Yeah, it's tucked way back around his side. Because that could be a quad training staff is on the field uh, attending uh, to the injured Martin County Tiger player number 92, Conrad Birch. They're talking to him right now. 3-13 to play in the first. Oh, I'm sorry. Go ahead. Bartow, 7. And the Tigers, nothing. Reminder at uh, Citizens Bank and Trust, they take great pride in being Polk County's bank and they understand the responsibility that comes with it each and every day. Citizens Bank and Trust since 1920. Member FDIC and an equal housing lender. Bruce on his feet. Yeah, big, big Big guy, good-looking kid, and, and he's, he's limping. He's kind of dragging a little bit. Hopefully they can rub it out of him. Hopefully he just, you know, might have pulled it a little bit. But he's got some massive legs on him. Yeah, he does. Big shout-out to everybody tuned in listening tonight. We appreciate you joining us here for Yellow Jacket Football, especially want to say hi to Mary and Jim listening up in Cleveland, Ohio. Wow. Mary and Jim, their son Tyler Eden is our football coach. Oh, isn't that Hey. Here we go, second and about five. I guess i got to quit talking bad about it, right? The handoff, that's Bird with the ball. On the quick hitter up the middle, big number 98, Quavion Bird with the – he's going to pick up two or three, Mike. He's going to get inside the three-yard line. Bird's ball carrier. 
I haven't said anything bad about no. it. No. By Shimko. And I'm going to make you feel even worse because also um, Coach Eden's 96-year-old grandparents. Oh, my goodness. Jim and Tess Weber. Also in Cleveland, Ohio, they're tuned in tonight as well. He's going to put a whooping on me. I'm, I am so sorry, Mr. Eden. It will not happen. <laughs> Mike, we're going to let you spot the ball third and that third down and goal at the just outside the two. Mike is right down there on the field. We, we're looking all the way across the field from our vantage point. Our football guys. Bartow with the ball. Definitely two down territory here. Valentine in the shotgun. Himes is the deep bat. Got the fullback right beside him. And it's going to be a quarterback keeper up the middle. Goes K.J. Valentine. He's going to get short Valentine. of the goal line. Inside the two, guys. Fourth down. You know, I don't know if you guys have had the opportunity to Morris. coach Shannon. Tyler Eden on the sideline or during practice, but he has this little thing that he does with a pen. You never also see him without a pen on the sideline. And he will wear the plastic off of that pen roll and that pen in his fingers. I think we need to get him a fidget spinner or something. Does it does it have the does it have the thing where you click the uh, no, click it in and no, out? No, it's not a clicker. It's just a solid cap pen. But he rolls that thing all game long. We'll get him one that leaks, <laughs> and uh, we'll do that to him uh, during practice. All righty, here we go. Fourth and goal from the two. The big jumbo package under center is Valentine. Handoff up the middle is Bird. Actually, we're going, to get a, we're going to get a flag before they get this play underway. It's going to be illegal procedure against Bartow. Against the Yellow Jackets. That's a dead ball foul, so now they're going to be fourth and six, seven. I don't know what you do here now. Fourth, it's going to be at the seven-yard line, fourth down. Well, I think you got to roll Valentine out. You give him a, a option run pass option, yeah. Yeah. Oh, they're going, well, they're they're going, going to try kick to kick it. it. Yeah. Kaysen Mullis will bring the kicking. Will will come out on the field. Well, this is what we pay this cat. I mean, he get, he got paid to grow his hair out, and this is what he gets paid to do. And I am sure that Mr. Valentine and the center worked hard this week on their snaps, and we know Mr. Mullis is capable of getting it done. Oh yeah, they're going to put the ball down right about the 14-yard line. So a 24-yard field goal attempt from Kaysen Mullis in the Bartow Yellow Jackets. Under a minute to play here in the first quarter. The hold is good. The kick goes up. Looks like it was partially blocked, and it's going to be short. Number six. That's something that Bruce you and I talked about on the way up here. People don't realize how critical these extra points are, but when you get in some of these big games, those points are are huge. Yeah, and, Mike, it looked like a good snap, a good hold, but number six just broke. He came from from the outside and just outran it. Yeah, he he just got a hold of it. Dylan Huddleston, the uh, number six, uh, with the block there on the 24-yard field goal attempt for the Yellow Jackets. So the score stays 7-0 in favor of Bartow. 51 seconds left in the first quarter. Our booster president, booster club president, uh, who has built almost a whole new complex, a whole new campus, uh, is listening tonight. I want to say hello to Neil. First and 10 for the the Tigers at their own 20-yard line. Put one man in motion. They're going to give it to that man in motion. That's uh, Colebrook. Tried to turn the corner. And Bruce, uh, again, defense is there to stop him after a game of about two or three. Yeah, and this is where the defense, uh, you know, uh, Martin County, uh, that was a big stop for them. And, and they, uh, they're going to be coming in with a little momentum. So uh, the Yellow Jackets are going to have to, to really pin their ears back. Looks like they're going a little bit of a spread here. 
second down and five for Martin County. They're going to have to win with them in just a minute. Quarterback Jackson Williams. 15 seconds here left in the quarter from the shotgun. Williams takes the snap. Hands off. Colebrook again up the middle. He's got a little bit of room now, and he's going to be just short of a first down. A final play of the quarter. Bartow in front, 7 to nothing. It's going to set up a third and one when we start the second quarter, which is coming up next. You're listening to Yellow Jacket Football on WBF. Hi, I'm Benny Jr. with Bartow Ford. Buying a pre-owned vehicle could be quite the hectic experience. For 75 years, we've been selling pre-owned vehicles at a great price. And it's just another reason why at Bartow Ford we're different and we prove it. Today's broadcast is sponsored in part by the law firm of Campbell, Trone, Tamayo, and Aranda, providing top-level representation for their clients, including but not limited to business litigation, personal injury, and wrongful death. CTTALaw.com. You've heard the expression, try it before you buy it, right? Well, at Keith Spray Service, they won't ask you to sign a long-term contract because they're confident that you'll want them to keep coming back to care for your delicate ornamentals and lawn treatment. Keith Spray Service, for over 50 years. Welcome back to Bartow Yellow Jacket Football here on WBF, along with Mike Ayers. He's down there roaming the Yellow Jacket sideline. You got Mike and, I mean, you got Bruce and, who's this guy, Andy, and Edmund up here with me. I'm Jeff Thornburg, I think, in the uh, home stands here at uh, Tiger Stadium. We're ready to start the second quarter. Bartow in front, 7 to nothing. Jeremiah Martin, number 88 on, the, on that last tackle. Saving the first down. That sign's almost gone, too. All righty, here we go. Second quarter. Bartow in front, 7-0. Williams takes the snap. Up the middle he goes. Uh, he's going to be face mask in there. And that's going to be number 10, Paul Hendrick. He dives across the 30-yard line for our first down. First down, Tigers. That's their first one, I think, isn't it? Yep. First and 10 for the Tigers at their own 33-yard line. That was Bruce on the tackle. Bruce was on the tackle? Yep. Uh, Williams now in the shotgun. One man in motion. Here's the snap. And again, up the middle goes the running back, and that again is going to be Hendrick. He paddles forward, and he's going to pick up about four or five again. He paid for it, too. Yeah. Tackle by Williams. He he was hit in the backfield. Jaden Williams. He earned them. Williams had hold of him, and then uh, Glover, or excuse me, uh, Stanley comes up, number 31, that linebacker we love so much, and just depleted him. Second and five for the Tigers at their own 37-yard line. Here's the snap. This time a jet sweep. They're going to get it to Kotelbrook, and he tries to turn the corner, and the Jackets are there to string it out and hold it for a minimal gain. Yeah, they're going to have to punt this football. They, they're, they might have got a yard on that. Galva really good at scraping the line of scrimmage there, Mike. He he just wouldn't allow it to cut back in, wouldn't allow it to cut back in, and finally just drove him down. Yeah, everybody stayed with him and stayed right where they were supposed to be. They're going They're for go- it. Oh, the down marker says third. Third and five. Okay. Here's the snap, and it's going to be a little pass, a little screen pass. To- Fumble. Boy. Uh, they just barely recovered that one. So yes, that's going to be fourth and ten. Now, they're now it's fourth down, yeah. Pass. Taylor. Yeah, kick it team's going out there. Is that Galva again, Bruce over there? Rabbit? Looks like Rabbit on the play. Yeah, it was coming. They were coming with a blitz. So it is fourth down, fourth and ten for the Tigers. That's going to put them in punt formation. 
It looks dropping. like uh, Williams, Jason Williams, and uh, Murray back deep. Jackets showing a lot of pressure at the line of scrimmage. And they will lay off it, set up a return. Here's the kick. Low line drive kick. Going to bounce near the 45-yard line. And it's bobbled by Bartow. Picked up there. That's Williams. That's Williams with the ball. (laughs) Williams turns. He's across midfield. He's at the 45. Still on his feet. And finally brought down at the 48-yard line. I I tell you what. Murray comes up and gets he gets a bad hop, like a shortstop getting the bad hop. And it goes down on the ground while everybody's headed towards Murray. And Williams picks it up and heads towards the jacket sideline, which would be away from us, and uh, it, the whole defense has to turn and chase him down. So Murray able to get some positive out of that punt, and there's something going on. They're talking. Yeah, there was some jaw-jabbing going on down here on the field. The officials saw it. The oh two players goodness. was in the face and threw the flag immediately. He told uh, them from the beginning he was not going to tolerate it. Well, uh, whoever it is, they, they need to put him on the pond. Well, Tyler got Coach Tyler got both got both of them. Um, but they are gonna they are gonna do it against Bartog. Man, I mean, that just killed the field position. Can't do it, and and you know, Coach Eden, that is that is something that he is not gonna tolerate. No. I mean, you can't. Nobody on this field is good enough to be jawing somebody. So what would be, as Andy pointed out, good field position now backed up 15 yards from the. Uh, unsportsmanlike conduct penalty. Bartow first and 10 from their own 38-yard line. Three receivers here to the near side. The wind at the back of the Yellow Jackets right now. And Valentine in the shotgun. But, and it's going to be a little option. They're going to flick it out to the trailing back, and that is number 12, turns the corner, and that's going to be Taylor, the speedster. Taylor. That was the old uh, triple option where they bring they bring the receiver around, and he works as a running back. So the quarterback can actually shuttle it forward to the, uh, the fullback or do the pitch, and he, he made a nice pitch, nice game. Wait a minute. Now there's a... You're going to mark him, down at, uh, mark him down about the 40-yard line after a two-yard gain. He must have, did he step out of bounds, Mike? Yeah, he was way out of bounds on this side, guys. So it's going to be second down now. The down marker still says one, but it's going to be second down. Second, down. second and about eight. Now they'll flip the down marker. I tell you, that announcer doesn't miss nothing. Two receivers to the near side of the field. Glover is the deep back behind Valentine. Here's the snap. He'll turn. He'll give it to Glover up the middle. He's got some room. Glover with some nice left and right moves up the middle. And he's going to pick up some good yardage, about six. He got some yards on that one. Yeah, we we talked about that last week. Glover Glover scored on that uh, little little kind of toss sweep play. Jackets are quickly to the line of scrimmage on third and two. This time Glover tries to bounce to the outside. He stutter steps one man, and the Tigers are there to bring him down short. It's going to be fourth down. Yeah, I think if he just tries to muscle that ball ahead that he gets it. Now, the defense has been playing First good. First down, Yellow Jack. First down. Wow. How did that Well, you know, they were they were hollering for chain gang, right? So, um, I think the guy that's... They don't have their A-team out here yeah, tonight. And he just didn't move the marker. Yeah, prior to the game, the PA announcer was making a... They needed a volunteer to be the fourth man yeah. on the on the chain gang. And we're so used to, at Bartow, I mean, our, our chain gang's like a pro. They're, you know, they're Terry Stenson and a lot of locals, but they do a incredible job. First and 10 for the Yellow Jackets at their own 48-yard line. Flags on the play. This Thanks. will stop. we got procedure against Bartow. Boy, that, that was going somewhere, guys. 
illegal procedure, five-yard. Corey Butler was streaking down the sideline here, uh, and he was going to be wide open. So that's going to back up Bartow five yards, make it first and 15. 8.29 left here in the first half. Bartow in front, 7 to nothing. Yeah, we got Himes in at running back now, and he's a bigger back. Kind of reminds you of uh, Maurice Bell. Remember mm-hmm. Maurice that yep. we have for four years? He's a big back like that. All righty, here we go. First and 15 for the Yellow Jackets at their own 45-yard line. Valentine in the shotgun with, looks like Glover right behind him. Two receivers on the far side of the field. Here's the snap. They're going to give it to Glover. No, but check that. It's oh, Himes. he's gone. And Himes has got some daylight. Himes crosses the 45 at the 40 at the 35 and finally brought down. And a flag comes in. Yeah, beautiful job by Himes. As, as he just hit the corner, guys, full speed. There was there was no juking. There was no nothing. He planted that right leg and cut left and got around the edge. And number 38, I think, What's is the down. Flag for? How does the flag wind up way down here, though, and they're already pulling the ball back? Well, his helmet came off, but I don't know what that had to do with anything. Uh, yeah, the flag's down here at the 29-yard line, but yet the, the officials already got the ball, and he's already walking back toward the original line of scrimmage. The injured player, number 36, Justin Morris, for the Tigers, making his way off the field under his own power, but with a noticeable limp. So he's now on the sideline, and we're trying to sort out the penalty here. Going to have uh, illegal block, Bruce? Yeah, I don't know what that is. I've never seen Blind that. Blindside block. Blindside. The Yellow Jackets. That wipes out a nice run by Hines. Must be a spot foul. It's a 15-yarder, so it's going to be. They're going to walk it back to the 48-yard line to the to the Tiger 48-yard line. It'll be first down. First is about six or seven. I thought we heard enough about blindside this week. (laughs) Pretty good. First and six. You can tell who's got time to sit around and watch TV. For the Yellow Jackets. Valentine in the shotgun. Twins on the right side of the formation. Here's the snap. Valentine looks left. Now looks right down the middle. Wide open. Oh, Oh, man. That would have been pretty. He just overthrew Thomas. That was a wind. I mean, he's been throwing into the wind. They warmed up into the wind. Everything was into the wind, and now he's throwing with the wind. And what did he do? He missed him by a step and a half. Thomas did a nice hitch and go. And just blew right by the defensive, and yeah. Oh, he did. He he when he blew by him, he just left him standing there, and he was gone. Yeah, and on, that, on something like that, when you've got the win, you and you've either got to you got to do two things. Can't do anything in between. You got to either lay it up and let him run under, or you got to throw a frozen frozen rope. And he kind of did in between where he put a little air under it, but not enough. All righty, here we go. Second and six now for the Yellow Jackets at the Martin County forty-eight yard line. Same formation. Twins on the right side of the formation. Tyler egging the need to hurry, need to hurry. They reach, they call an audible. Here's the snap. Valentine will hand it off, and there goes uh, Glover up the middle across the 45 to the 44. Yeah, good job. That's going to bring up uh, third and about two. Manageable. Now you can do anything from here because this is really four down territory here, guys. And the sun has finally. Gone behind the, behind the building. Yes. You can actually see the school. The school looks pretty new, too. I told you. It looks great. I had on my sunglasses. I could see that. 
All righty, third and three for the Yellow Jackets. Clock runs at 7-18 left here in the first half. Bartow in front, 7 to nothing. Valentine will send two receivers to the left, two receivers to the right. He is in the shotgun. Heim standing right next to him in the backfield. They're going to put Thomas in motion. They're going to oh, he got a quarterback keeper up the middle, and that is going to be he, Valentine. Valentine. He's got, got the first the down. He's got the first down. Yeah, really good job. But, and he, what he did is they faked the jet sweep is what they did, and then he just runs it right up the middle. K.J. Valentine's a big kid, and uh, he's – He's been through this a little bit. He's been playing all kinds of positions for years, and uh, he just steps, you know, he stepped into the quarterback role, and and so far this season has done a a whale of a job. First and 10 for the Bartow Yellow Jackets at the Martin County 38-yard line. Yellow Jackets in front 7-0. We're in the second quarter, 6.32 to play on a breezy Friday night here in the eastern part, southeastern part of the state of Florida. Valentine in the shotgun. Two receivers on the far side of the field. A little bit of motion. The Jackets reset now. Coach Eden jumping up and down on the sideline. There's going to be a quarterback keeper again. Valentine with the ball looking for some room. And they're trying to rip the ball away. Valentine holds on, and he picks up Bruce. Nice five, six yards. Yeah, Himes was a beautiful block. And Mitchell. Just clip the safety that was coming not not a clip but I mean just kind of nice him. so it's going to be second and four thought we had another drone up there but it's not <laughs> that's a real plane that looks like going to have a sideline warning against Barto over here guys coach Eden out on the field well uh, he tends to do that a lot he, he likes to jump up and down and he likes to go out on the field and is that an old military plane? That's an old prop plane, isn't it, Andy? Yeah, it is. T six, maybe. That's what I'm thinking. I flew in one of those. That's a slow and low timeout on the field for the mandatory water break. Five thirty-five to play. Bartow in front, seven to nothing. You're listening to Yellow Jacket Football on WBF. Hello, Barto. This is Joe DeCessory with Citrus Air Conditioners, your hometown air conditioning company. If you're looking to replace your old unit, Citrus Air has many units in stock and offers financing. Call us at 534-1171 or look us up online at citrusairinc.com. The Ewing Blackwelder and Deuce Insurance Agency has been serving Central Florida since 1984. They all work and live in your neighborhood and take pride in our history. Offices in Bartow, there when you need them, representing only the most reliable companies in the industry. Hi, it's Erin with Evolve Contracting. While there's no shortage of landscape and irrigation companies, you deserve the option that's the best fit for you. At Evolve, we offer 3D imaging and an irrigation program that saves you water, time, and money. Call us at 863-537-7537. Welcome back to Martin County High School. We're in the second quarter of tonight's ball game. 535 to play in the first half. Bartow in front, seven to nothing, and they're traveling down the field again. They have a second and four from the Tiger 32-yard line. Twins left, twins right. Guys, you can go up top. Valentine in the shotgun. Looks like Glover standing right next to him. Second and four. Here's the snap. Valentine wants to throw toward the end zone, and it's going to be intercepted. Intercepted at the goal line by number 13, returning it to the 10, 15, up the sideline. At the uh, 40, at midfield now. 
That's going to be Garrett and Lewis. Lewis on the interception. They were in, they were in a cover three, guys, and and the uh, and the corner released immediately when he went on that go route, and he had he had him beat by three yards, and uh, Valentine just threw the ball up. The wind carried the ball right into his hands yeah. into the end zone, and then it was off to the races. So the second turnover of the ball game, Bartow recovered a fumble earlier, now an interception thrown by the Yellow Jackets. First and 10 on a nice return by Lewis. Sets the uh, Tigers up in excellent field position. Bruce, I think the first time they've been in Yellow Jacket territory tonight. Yeah, and and I don't don't like, you know, I don't like the idea that they get the momentum back. Bartow had every bit of momentum with, uh, and I think they could have run out of the clock. I like the play, but just not the execution. First and ten for the Tigers at the Yellow Jacket 48-yard line. There's that wind again. It just yeah, carried that ball. exactly. Williams again in the shotgun. Here's the snap. He wants to throw. Right-handed quarterback. Now he's going to tuck and run. He found some daily. Now he oh, throws. He's across the line of scrimmage. Yeah, he's way he's across the line of scrimmage. scrimmage. He's way they across. Don't call that. They're, 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 they're on the field, it's a touchdown. Yeah, he just threw it. Yeah, there's the flag. This, this is coming back. Yeah, he, he was, was three or four yards down the field, guys. But at either way, I mean, even though he made the move to run that ball, somebody that left the receiver. Slabber. Somebody left the receiver all alone. Yeah, and, and that's that's when if if you're not playing zone, you're gonna have that thing happen because you see the quarterback scrambling, so you want to take off and help your team, and that's where zone is is a little bit more important than playing man. So he was he was two or three yards beyond the line of scrimmage when Williams threw that ball. So that's going to be a loss of down and a, a penalty against the Tigers. As yeah, uh, I don't know if it's ten or five yards, but uh, looks like to be five. Illegal, illegal forward pass. pass. Beyond the line of scrimmage when he threw the ball, loss of down. His second down. Second and fifteen. Oh, it's going to be yeah, second and fifteen. Now the down marker changes. Four forty-seven left here in the first half. Bar two in front, seven to nothing. Jack, uh, yeah, the referees put the ball in play. We're ready. Williams is the quarterback. Where's number nine for the Tigers? He's in the shotgun. He's going to put one man in motion. Here's the snap. Handoff up the middle, and that oh, is going to be 22. Anywhere. Lucci. Lucci, the ball carrier. He's brought down immediately, maybe one yard on the play, third and 14. That's uh, Roger Clark. Clark at Stanford. Big Roger Clark comes in and just, just bulldog him down. The jacket uh, defensive lineman, Martin, Bird, Bruce, and Davis. Third and 13 now, they call it, for the Tigers. Jackson again wants to throw. He's caught and brought down in the backfield. Davis again. Number nine, Ladarian Davis with the sack. Partridge has a lot of coaches running on the field, man. They're going to get flagged again. Um, Bruce, we've seen between the, the two periods we saw last week, the two periods we saw today, that front four for the Yellow Jackets is stout. Oh, they're incredible. And uh, they're, not, they're, not just, they're not just big guys. I mean, they can move. They can run. Now they're going with a five-man front, guys. Fourth down, the punt formation for the Tigers. Now we've got timeout. Timeout called by Martin County. The Martin Tigers County calls a timeout. Hmm. Okay. Hey, the, uh, the staff at Lawrence Plumbing, they extend best wishes to the Bartow Yellow Jackets on their 2023 
football uh, season. Lawrence Plumbing, you know, they've been serving Poe County for over 50 years. They handle both residential and commercial jobs. Lawrence Plumbing, Bruce, what do they do? They do the dirty work. They sure do. And uh, the Meeks family and uh, all that, you know, they're, they're, they're a really good company. I believe they've done a lot of work for you as well. Oh, yeah, and, oh, and, absolutely. Uh, they're, they, they're, what, they're, what they have done for me is my honeydews that I try to do myself, they come out and fix it. Well, that, that's the way it should be, Jeff, and that's why that's why you run the show. But um, we uh, we really love the Meeks family, and Lawrence Plumbing is, is really, really good to Bartow. Anytime you turn around, they're there to support Bartow events, whatever it is, from, yeah. from Dixie Youth to high school, they're there. So they're You see good Mr. People. Meeks at every softball game, at every baseball game. Punt formation now here for the Tigers. Into the breeze, they'll be kicking the ball. 3.38 to play in the first half. Bartow in front, 7 to nothing. High snap. The punter's got it, gets it underway, but the wind just kills it. It's going to bounce, take a big Tiger roll, and they will down it at the 28-yard line. Boy, Jeremiah Martin just leveled a guy. It was a legal hit, but, man, did he level that guy. Well, they didn't get any points off the interception. No, and and uh, that's huge for Bartow. And and it's it, it, it the the defensive line is a big is a big deal. But uh, you know Stanley playing that Mike linebacker is he's a hoss himself. And and uh, this jacket defense has really stepped up. And now they got a chance to run out the clock here in the first half, maybe get some points. Three twenty-six to play here in the first half. Yellow Jackets in front, 7-0 on a big 61-yard touchdown pass from Valentine to, to Glover, better known as Turtle. From the, from the 23-yard line, first and 10. Handoff, they barely get it to Thomas, who's doing a little jet sweep, turns the corner and out of bounds on the far side. Yeah, you can see you can see Valentine really had some second thoughts about pulling that ball, Mike, and uh, he almost waited too long. Yeah, exactly, and that's... But he's doing a great job at watching that line and seeing where that defensive line is coming to. And, uh, you know, he's waiting till the last minute. Sometimes that'll cost you, but a lot of times that, that helps you out too. You get those defensive lines guys to commit, and once they're committed, that, that, that leaves it open for you. Yeah, and the running back, or in that case a receiver, has to be very disciplined in really wanting that football. Second and five here for the Yellow Jackets. Clock stop or the out of bounds play at 318. Here's the handoff up the middle and uh, some nice little daylight. They're going to be very close to another yellow jacket first down. Yeah, really close be- because it's uh, Himes the ball trying to speed it up here. First down, Bartow. I like to hurry up offense now. Let's catch him off guard. Clock starts at 309 to play in the first half. First and 10 for the yellow jackets. Here's the snap to Valentine. Again, same play. This time, Himes will bounce it to the outside. Tries to turn the corner. Nice pursuit. Oh, and he is decked at the 31-yard line. That was 92 for uh, Martin County. Conrad Birch. He was the injured player earlier with the... Uh, well, uh, we're, we're glad he's okay, but I don't want to see him hitting our guys like that anymore. That was a hit. That was a wallop. It's going to be a loss of two on the play. Second and 12 for the Yellow Jackets at the at their own 31-yard line. The clock runs at 2.28 to play in the first half on what has turned out to be a gorgeous night here in Stewart, Florida. Yeah, that breeze really feels good now. It was helping, but now it feels great. 
Three receivers to the near side of the field. Jackets need to hurry here. Valentine in the shotgun. And timeout is taken by Bartow. That was taken forever. Called by the Yellow Jackets. But they want to avoid the penalty. They wanted to avoid the... uh, so 201 left here in the first half. It is Bartow 7, Martin County nothing. You're listening to Yellow Jacket Football on WBF. This is Tyler Kelly with Kelly Buick GMC. Each year, we donate a brand new GMC truck to our schools. Go to 20bucktruck.com for details on how you can win a brand new GMC from Kelly Buick GMC. 20bucktruck.com. 35 amazing years. Hey, that's us here at Spath Jewelers. We offer services such as beautiful custom work that's sure to wow, repairs, complimentary cleaning, appraisals, watch repairs, financing. What more do you need? We're here Monday through Friday, 10 to 7, and Saturdays from 10 to 5. The Witten McLean Funeral Home of Bartow and the McLean Funeral Home of Fort Meade hold high the responsibility placed on them, offering you the personal attention and distinctive service you deserve. Witten and McLean, synonymous with service. And following the Yellow Jacket timeout, a second and 12 play, a little quarterback keeper by K.J. Valentine. He hits the line. He's going to get about three or four, make it five. Going to be third down here for Bartow as the clock continues to wind. 140 left in the first half. Yeah, I think you probably let this clock run until it can't run no more, and then you call a timeout possibly. Try to leak as much off this clock as possible. It's going to be third and seven here for the Yellow Jackets. Ball at their own 35-yard line. Short pass. Short pass. K.J. Valentine in the shotgun formation. Put Thomas in motion, and they are going to give the ball to Thomas. He tries to turn the corner. Glover's out front blocking for him. He does turn the corner. He stays inbounds. Picks up about five. Yeah. And And the Tigers will call a timeout. Glover missed a block right there, but uh, I think it's okay. He got some positive yardage out of it. Bartow's going to be able to punt right here. Uh, I think uh, Martin County probably called their last time out. I'd run the ball. We only got 50-something seconds on the clock. Andy, I don't, total, I don't totally disagree with you, but I think, you know, you, your defense has done so well. Uh, yeah, but wanna, if you get a, wanna, fir- if you you get a first ta- down. Yeah, but do you want to take that chance and giving them the momentum back right I don't no, know. you're right about that. Absolutely not. I punt that Timeout ball away. Timeout by Martin County. Timeout by Martin County gives us a take a chance. Uh, look at the scoreboard here. Uh-oh. Lake Wales is up eight to nothing. What over Zephyr Hills? Who are they? <laughs> How'd that happen? Haines <coughs> City. Got there late. Haines <laughs> City leads Davenport six to nothing. Okay, I'm good there. And over at Bryant Stadium, Miami Norland seven, the Lakeland Dreadnoughts seven. Golden Gate is uh, leading Victory Christian in the second quarter, ten to seven. Whoa! That's I a wonder sport. if they came up last night and spent the night. Golden Gate must not be very good. And Foundation Academy leading Tenerock seven to nothing. Hmm. I would have never guessed that. Fourth down for the Yellow Jackets. They're in punt formation on this fourth and four play. Tigers have a lot of people up front. Valentine will oh. kick it. It looks like he kicked it backwards. Block. Was it blocked? Bartow will recover the ball. Was it? It was blocked. They're trying to say it's a first down. If it wasn't blocked, then it could. No, 
It's a it's first a four. down, Tigers. You cannot advance yeah. block punt. It's a it's first a muff. Well, they blocked it, and they were looking for the touch afterwards. What they were looking for, guys. I think that's what Bartow thought they saw. Had Martin County touched it, you still can't advance. A block punt is a dead ball. Instantly. Yes. Okay. Martin County would have had to have possession and, and, fumbled. Th- and then fumbled, and then Bartow could have had it. But uh, Bartow was able to get on the ball and keep him from advancing anywhere. The referees are still talking at the 40-yard line. Timeout is called. First down, Martin County. Martin County's ball at the 40-yard at the Bartow 40-yard line. They have 50 seconds left in this first half. You send them, Bruce. Oh, yeah, I'm coming. Martin, Bird, Bruce, and Davis, the four down linemen for the Bartow Yellow Jackets, who have basically controlled the, the line of scrimmage tonight for the Jacket defense. They forgot to change the football. Need to bring out the blue football. Yeah. Put the orange one away, bring out the blue one. All right, let's see what the Tigers can do here. 50 seconds left in the first half. Williams, the quarterback, he has three receivers on the far side of the field. That's the left side of the formation. Single receiver to the near side. Here's the snap. Jackson looks to throw, looking across the middle. Oh! oh! Stanley. Wanted that one bad, guys. Stanley with uh, the juggling attempt at an interception. What a beautiful job as a linebacker. He he read pass. You, and, and when you're a linebacker, you read run first every single play. Run first, run, and then when you see pass, you start dropping back. And he was dropping back and just got his hands on it, couldn't quite hold on to it. Stops the clock with 45 seconds. Williams again, three receivers on the far side of the field. He will roll that way. He's under some pressure. Here comes Davis across oh, the middle. Pick. And this time it's caught, number seven. And that is going to be Williams. Williams with it. He's got the ball. He's going to be arm tackled down at the 35-yard line. Now, what a great job by Williams as, as he went First almost behind. He torqued his body, Mike, the other way to, to pick that ball, didn't he? Yes, he did. Beautiful job. That is Bartos' second takeaway tonight. They recovered a fumble earlier. That's the difference between a linebacker and a corner. See, corner corners normally got those hands. But it gives Bartow the football. I take a knee, and let's go to the locker room with a 7-0. Seven, seven 34 seconds, Bartow first and 10 from uh, their own 34-yard line. Bartow gets the ball to start the second half. And you got your uh, momentum no, your don't. way because you just Bartow. got another pick. Bartow. Bruce, you are gonna you called that right on the head. That's exactly what Bartow's fixing to do. Yellow Jacket offense on the way to the field. Valentine will be in the uh, in the shotgun formation. Scoreboard says Martin County has one more timeout left. Here's the snap. Valentine wants to throw it. He does. A slant, and it's going to be caught. A little low. Nope, incomplete. Valentine's pass attempt. Incomplete. Pops the clock with 26 seconds. Reminder, you're listening to WWBF Bartow. 83 degrees here in Stewart, Florida at uh, Martin County High School. Yellow Jacket football. Bartow in front, 7 to nothing. Neil Duncan, uh, five home games left, guys. Uh, booster packages still available. Get in touch with Neil Duncan or the Bartow Booster Club or whatever and buy those seats. I mean, this is so important. If you see everything that Neil is doing, 
with uh, Bartow Sports Programs. Uh, just come in and support. Second and ten for the Jackets. This time it's going to be a handoff, and caught in the backfield is Himes, and he's going to lose a lot of yardage. Yeah, they piled, no, they get piled on it. Yeah, I just don't like it. Take a knee, guys. Himes, the ball carrier. Clock continues to run. That could be the final. That That's that it. can be the final play of the ball game. Bartow does not have and to snap it again. Up. That's it. I, I understand uh, Eden wanting to get everything he possibly can, but uh, let's let's go to halftime with the with a seven nothing lead. Mike, I don't know if you have a chance to grab the coach on his way right by you. We'll see if I can grab him here real quick, guys. They got some spinners on the. Let's see what Mike, if uh, Coach Eden. Tigerettes will be performing before the band. Get his impression of the first half. I know he's got to be happy with that defense. See if he has a moment here as he. We'd like to thank the cheerleader sign sponsors. Walks over to Mike real quick. Mel Ray Construction, Remax Community. We always leave it entirely up to Coach whether he wants to talk or not. Dive and water sports. Entry point. GL Home. Hey guys, I'm standing here with Coach Tyler Eden. Coach, we've had a couple of turnovers. We're up seven zip here. How do you feel about this right now with this Martin County team? Well, I feel there's a lot of good. But we have to, again, take a next step. Okay? When you get down in the red zone, you have to come away with points, whether it's three or seven. We can't get a block there. Um, when we're down here, you know, missed throw turns into a, a loss of possession where we're driving. we got to be able to capitalize on everything we do. Gotcha. Thank you, Coach. Thanks for that time. There you guys have it from agree, Coach guys. Tyler Eden. Thank you, Mike. Appreciate that. Appreciate Coach Tyler talking to us. He'll take his team into halftime. Yeah, he's a, animated, man. I like that cat. And, Bruce, we saw a lot, a lot of good things in the first half, but that defense, again, just like it did in Fort Meade, shut out Fort Meade. Now you've shut out a Martin County Tiger team that, that is very good. Yeah, this, and, this is a good ball team. Yeah, this is a very good football team, and, and they came to play, and they came to hit. That defense hits. And uh, for us to be able to get the ball in scoring position, like Coach Eden said, we gotta we got to get points out of that. Had a little problem with the snap on Everybody. on the on the um, field goal, but uh, man, I'm just I'm I'm really excited about this team right now. All right, Tiger. The uh, Martin County High School Marching Band ready to take the field to perform for the home crowd here for halftime. We'll take a quick halftime break as well. Bartow in front, seven to nothing. You're listening to Yellow Jacket Football on WBF. Pallet One of Bartow is proud to be a sports booster and invites you to join their team. Check out careers at palletone.com to learn more about the opportunities in this outstanding company with over 30 years of experience. Pallet One is an equal opportunity employer. Once again, Craig, a budget you pull to Bartow on their inventory. But uh, most of our vehicles are around uh, uh, from the early 90s to the uh, the mid-2010s, you know, 2008, 9, 10, that area. The part you need when you need it. Budget you pull it, Highway 60 East, Bartow. In today's complicated financial world, it's nice to know that Steve Wright & Company is there, helping you utilize your resources more effectively as you work toward your financial goals from tax returns to retirement plans and all the stops in between. Rely on Steve Wright & Company on Avenue H in Winter Haven. Hi, I'm Benny Jr. with Bartow Ford. And while Bartow Ford is in a small town, we are positioned perfectly for our customers from surrounding counties to make that drive. And we make that drive worth it. On your next purchase, don't go the wrong way. Bartow Ford, we're different and we prove it. For over 50 years, Keith Spray Service has been serving Polk County with specialized treatment of delicate ornamentals, including rose bushes. Want to learn more about the treatments of ornamentals as well as expert lawn care? Call Keith Spray Service. Bartow leading 7 to nothing. Let's go back now to Stewart, Florida, and our broadcast crew and the big ball game tonight. 
Well, thank you, thank you very much. Welcome back to Martin County High School, where the uh, Tigers are taking on the Yellow Jackets. Both teams just now returning to the field from uh, the locker rooms. Yellow Jackets in front, seven to nothing, and the only score in the first half was a 61-yard touchdown pass from KJ Valentine to uh, Darrell Glover, aka Turtle. And he took it in 61 yards for the touchdown. The extra point was good from Mullis. And that's where we stand right now, 7 to nothing. Bartow in front of the Tigers. Gives us a chance to uh, take a look at some other scores from around Polk County tonight. Ridge Community, Andy, Ridge Community, 28 and celebration, nothing. Payne City in front of Davenport, 6 to nothing. No, no score from Lake Region or George Jenkins. Really? Miami Norland leads Lakeland 14 to 7. Miami Norland over Lakeland 14 to 7. That Lakeland guy's got some big shoes to try to fill. Yeah. Let's see here. Um, Lake Gibson and East Lake over in Tarpon Springs. They're tied at 7. Lake Wales leads Zephyr Hills 15 to 7. Winter Haven is over Kathleen 10 to nothing. Oh, and uh, next week we see Kathleen at home for the Yellow Jackets home opener, but uh, Kathleen losing 10 to nothing to Winter Haven. I'm not doing very And good Golden Gate still leading over Victory Christian 10 to 7. Frostproof leads Lakeland Christian 14 to nothing. Second score, 14 to nothing. I'm not oh, doing wait a good at all. We, hold, hold the presses. Uh, Coach Peavy is uh, aboard. He just woke up. Did he? Yeah. Hey, it's Coach. On, only 818. And uh, he wants to know the Mulberry score. And, Coach, i got to tell you, last night, Mulberry won. 47-6. Now, bad news is is they played a team that only put seven players on the field. They, they play that seven-man football. But Fort Meade put all 11 on, and they got the victory, or uh, Mulberry, Mulberry did. So you can, you can be really happy about that, Coach. I'm happy for you. <laughs> they, they're not going to go – They'll go like one and nine this well, year. It depends on how many of these seven-man team they get to play. They, oh, they could go undefeated. Like, uh, uh, Bruce, I don't know if you got it. You heard the score. Miami Norland 14, Lakeland 7. <sighs> second quarter. And I told you the Winter Haven Kathleen. Winter Haven up 10 nothing over Kathleen. Kathleen will be at Bartow Memorial Stadium next Friday night. And the only other score, Bruce, I thought you might be interested in, Lake Gibson 7 and East Lake 7. Mm. Not quite a ka but it's close. No update from uh, Lake Region or George Jenkins. They're scoreless in the second quarter. <laughs> Fort Meade 7, Sarasota 0. Oh, great. So Fort Meade put some points on the board, and that's good. Yeah, we also uh, want to say hello again to Elizabeth. Uh, we know yes. that she's in the hospital right now. I hope she gets better soon. Absolutely. Good news on the way here. And uh yeah, want to say hello to everybody that's listening back home. Including a big shout-out to the coaches family up in Ohio. They're streaming us now yes. up in Cleveland, Ohio. And you've heard how good I've been to your son and your grandson during this game. <laughs> I will be... Very good to your son and your grandson. Big shout-out to Mary and Jim up in, in Cleveland, Ohio. And also, Coach's grandparents are tuned in, uh, Jim and Tess. You betcha. I Webbers, ain't the Webbers. They're tuned in, so we appreciate them as Jordan. As we do, you appreciate you as well. Uh, we're getting ready to start the second half here. Both teams returning to the sidelines. But i got to tell a quick story. Absolutely. Quick, Go ahead. Because, uh, you know, being on the radio for 18 years or whatever, uh, 
when when we be doing baseball and softball games at the first of the year, we might get a name wrong. Yes. And, buddy, if you get a name wrong, the first one to call the station is the grandmother. Grandmother. And the grandmother will straighten you out. And I'm telling you, Rachel Emig, I called her Imig, and it took one phone call, and I never missed her name again. She was Emig <laughs> for the rest of her life. So uh, we understand grandparents, and we love them. And we love them. Absolutely. We get ready for the kickoff here. I want to remind you uh, tomorrow night, the last race of the regular season for the Cup Series in NASCAR at Daytona. Uh, Six o'clock broadcast time tomorrow. Hope you can tune in. I asked you guys last week could Chase Elliott win at Watkins Glen? He didn't have a very good day. I missed it. And. Can he make it at Daytona? Daytona's hard to win. Anything can happen at yeah. Daytona. That's, that's, the, that's it. Depends Michael, on who gets took out in one of those wrecks. Michael McDowell may win again. You, you just don't you don't know at Daytona. And, and it's, it's who makes it through the big one and then the next big one and then one with two to go and then one in overtime. And then if you make it all through that, then you got a shot. Then you got a shot. So hope you can join us tomorrow night for NASCAR Cup Series racing from Daytona. Our broadcast gets underway 6 o'clock tomorrow evening, racing under the lights at Daytona to end the regular season. I guess Bubba Wallace right now is the 16th driver. He's in. Bubba's had a really good year. So, Bubba, if he can just hold serve, he'll make the playoffs. But you never know, like Andy said, yeah. unpredictable. Yeah, somebody somebody out of the playoffs could win you, and knock Bubba out. We don't, I don't know. That's you it. Start you on can the have pole. a wreck at the front. You can have a yep. wreck at the back. Yep. And it's still going to take out yep. everything. Have you ever been to a race up there? Oh, I have. I love it, man. Oh, man. You, get, you ever walk down to the fence? Oh, I have. Don't oh. And also uh, Talladega. I've been there as well. Oh, you went to Talladega? I've not been there. Oh, man, you're my hero now. Kim and, I, Kim and I made a journey to Talladega. It rained Sunday, so we had to go get some rooms, and then we came back Monday and watched it. Yep, it was fun. I would love to I see the night race at Bristol. <laughs> Bristol's a Bristol's one, too. Yep. I went to North Wilkesboro. All righty, here we go. 22 minutes after 8 o'clock on a Friday night. Bartow kicking off the second half to the... Martin County Tigers into the win. Nice kick all the way to the five-yard line. Taken there by Colbrick. A nice block, and he's going to be brought down at the 24-yard line. Yeah, that was a good block by uh, Martin County. On uh, one of the jackets coming downfield. Hit him high. It was legal. Everything was good. First down, Tigers. Clock. Bruce, if you're uh, the Yellow Jackets, any halftime adjustments you need to make? No, I think defensively they've been very, very sound. They've just got to – They've got to stay disciplined. They've, they've got to stay on their men if they're in man coverage. They've got to stay in their zone if they're playing zone. And uh, then we've got to move the football a little bit better. Did you go to the locker room with me at halftime, Bruce? Uh, no, I, I'm sorry. I because did. that sounded just like what Coach Tyler said to the guys in the locker room. <laughs> exactly. The Tigers with the wind at their back here in the third quarter. And this time Williams will hand off. Up the middle goes Lucy. Tackle by Clark and Bruce. At about a five-yard gain. Yeah. Number 19, Roger Clark and Bruce in on the tackle there. You don't drag them cats very far. Jackets uh, have not allowed a point the whole season to this point. And I probably just jinxed a bit tonight. Yeah, you did. Yeah, you shouldn't have said that. that. Here we go. Second down, handoff again. The ball carrier is dropped immediately. Carry. Holbrook. Boy, that was uh, Stanley in on that tackle, and then uh, McKeon Bruce. Stanley and Davis. So it's going to be third and four here for the Tigers. Opening possession of the second half. Yellow Jackets in front, seven to nothing. 
Tigers looking at the sideline for the call of the play. They're taking their time, too. Sure are. Clock runs 10.46 to play in the third quarter. Now they're to the line of scrimmage. Williams calls for the ball, and he's going to keep it. going to work. Williams keeps it. A little Williams run option. And uh, he's going to get no gain, maybe one or two yards, fourth down. Well, that was such a beautiful job by Davis as he was riding. He was riding the running back, and as soon as the quarterback pulled, he just cut hard to his left and dragged him down. And they're going to, yeah, they should punt the football here, but I would definitely play it safe defensively because it's only fourth and maybe one or two. Tigers in punt formation. Conley back deep to kick. And he gets almost blocked. Yellow Jackets will take the ball down to the 38-yard line, and that is going to be Williams. Williams with a nice burst of energy. Williams up the sideline. Williams in mid at midfield, and he's into Tiger territory with a nice return. Lags either. What what is it about number seven? I mean, last year Murray wore number seven, and he he just he was a human highlight reel. And then Williams comes in, and he he gets to number seven. Uh, Murray goes to number three, and we got two of them back there that can light it up. So that the Yellow Jackets, nice it w- sure was, Andy. They're all the way down to the 30-yard line of the Tigers. First and 10, Barta with excellent field position to start this second half. And already not, in front, 7 nothing. Yeah, and not to mention uh, Hampton came within uh, a, a hair from blocking that punt. KJ, they just need to smash it in right here. K.J. Valentine, the quarterback for the Yellow Jackets, going to send two receivers to the far side of the field. Glover is the deep back. The running back standing right next to Valentine. Here's the snap. Turn, and he'll give it to Glover. Up the middle he goes. Glover fighting for yardage, and he falls forward for a gain of two or three. Yeah, that was... Stopped by the entire Tiger line, plus three or four linebackers. Yeah, he got a couple of yards out of that, but he he worked for every inch he got there. It's going to be second and seven. Scoreboard update. George Jenkins, 7, Lake Region, 0. What? Halftime score. Oh, my goodness. I don't want to hear no more scores from that right there. I'm not doing any good. I'm, I'm from that game or just period? I'm, I'm in that last game. place. <laughs> Second down and 7 here for the Yellow Jackets. Valentine in the shotgun. At the Tiger, 28-yard line. Hand off to Glover. He bounces it to the outside, turns the corner. Up the field he goes and run out of bounds. That was a really good job by Glover. He tried to cut it in a little bit sooner. I think that play was designed to go right off tackle. It just wasn't there, Mike, and then he just cut it out and ends up picking up about five yards. He stretched it out as far as he possibly could before he knew he had to turn that ball upfield. It's going to be third down, third and about three from the Tiger 24-yard line. Yellow Jackets up 7-0. Just under nine minutes to play in the third quarter. I, I think you're definitely in four-down territory here, guys. Uh, the wind is still blowing pretty hard. The wind is in the face of the Yellow Jackets right now as they move uh, on this north-south field to the north. Oh, and we've got whistles. We'll stop this play. You're going to get that, a procedure call. Yeah, and that may be on Valentine. I think Valentine may have wiggled a little bit. False start. Five-yard penalty against the Yellow Jackets will make it third and eight. 
Next week, the Yellow Jackets are at home to open up the home regular season, take on the Kathleen Red Devils. And our buddy Garth Washington, uh, number seven, Jason Williams, uh, he's a 555 alumni, and we know how great that 555 program is, guys. Two receivers to the left, two receivers to the right of the formation. A.J. Valentine in the shotgun. Here's the snap. He drops straight back. He wants to throw. The blitz is on from the Tigers. He evades it. Looking downfield. Looking, looking. Oh, and he oh. throws it behind his intended receiver incomplete. Yep. He had him open, but he also had a lot of room to run the football. Pass attempt to Butler, incomplete, by if he had to do it over again, Bruce, he might tuck that and run because he did have a lot of open space. He really did. He had a first down if he tucked it. Yeah. We talked about that being two down territory. So it's going to be fourth down, fourth and about uh, seven here for the Yellow Jackets. Coach Beauty said he went to the drag races in Zolfo Springs. Zolfo? <laughs> what drag races did know. he go to there? I don't know, mud mud <laughs> buggies or something like that. I mean, that's... Well, he knows how to live, doesn't he? Well, of course he does. Zolfo Springs isn't big enough for a drag race. Well, they got a good straightaway. Yeah, I know, yeah. Fourth down, fourth and seven for the Yellow Jackets. And they set up a little screen in the middle. It's complete to Glover. Glover evades one tackle. Glover's still on his feet. He He's got, got a first down. He heads through the end zone. He's going to be brought down. Mike, did he get, <laughs> make it? Did he make it? He's <laughs> going to be just shy, guys. He's going to be about inside the three-yard line. Oh, my goodness. Oh, yeah. He should have been stopped two yards short, and he juked. Yeah, he, yes, he did. Uh, you can explain it a lot better than I can. Yeah, he just, he tucked and dived and he stopped and he would cut the other way. It was just, I mean, just standing right here beside it when it was all going on. He, he, uh, he made some good moves there. That was, that he he was put some beautiful. moves on that, those defense backs. So they, they convert a fourth down. First and goal now here for the Yellow Jackets. It looked like a point guard. Uh, just going back and forth, back and forth, and then <laughs> finally just going to the hoop. 7.40 to play in the third quarter. Bartow with a first and goal at the Mike three-yard line. All right. Yes, sir. Under center is Valentine. Big offensive end, and they bowl it into the end zone. He's going to be oh, just short. Sorry, just short. Looked uh, like he might have made Glover, it. Glover. I run that two more times, however many times i got to run it. Yeah, he picked up about a yard on that one. Yeah, so four shots at it. Go ahead. Second and goal from the two. I thought the turtle made it. Yeah, that's one thing Martin County's done very well is they've clogged that middle up, even though we put that power that power formation in there. Guys, this is a very good football team exactly. we're playing. Exactly. So it's second and goal for the Jackets at the Martin County two-yard line. Jackets again with uh, the big backs. You got Bird and, and Stanley yeah. in the backfield leading, looks like Himes, number 25, in the I formation. Under center now is Valentine. Here's the snap. Valentine wants to throw. He does. Quick touchdown, guys. Touchdown, Bartow. He connected with number 11 on the sideline over there. Beautiful. That's a Will- Jason Williams. To Williams for a yellow jacket touchdown. Jason Williams with a two-yard touchdown reception from <laughs> Valentine. He had to put a little mustard on that one, too, didn't he, Mike? Yeah, that was one of those deals. He knew exactly where that ball was going. He got just inside the end zone, and he, he beat the numbers off his chest. Because he did not even take a step back. He was under center, and he just comes up, and he's a tall guy anyway. So he just comes up and fires a strike. He, had, he went down low, but um, made the catch, got his hands underneath. The official was right there. 
Extra point attempt now from Kaysan Mullis into the wind from the hold of Valentine. Here's the snap. The hold is good. The kick is blocked. The kick is Mullis blocked twice. Kick is blocked. Yep, good snap, good hold again, and, and you can't blame Mullis on that one either. A uh, lot to work on, but uh, Mike, you know, we talk about it till we're blue in the face. I know we got to go to commercial. We'll talk about it when we get back. Bang, quick, quick timeout. Bartow in front, 13 to nothing. You're listening to Yellow Jacket Football on WBF. Hi, it's Erin with Evolve Contracting. While there's no shortage of landscape and irrigation companies, you deserve the option that's the best fit for you. At Evolve, we offer 3D imaging and an irrigation program that saves you water, time, and money. Visit us at EvolveYourLawn.com. Hey, it's a cricket budgie pull it here, and we are proud to be sponsors of Yellow Jacket Broadcasting here at WBF. If you're looking for any kind of good used parts, give us a call here at 863-533-0568. That is 863-533-0568. In today's complicated financial world, it's nice to know that Steve Wright & Company is there, helping you utilize your resources more effectively as you work toward your financial goals from tax returns to retirement plans and all the stops in between. Rely on Steve Wright & Company on Avenue H in Winter Haven. Welcome back to Martin County High School where the Yellow Jackets uh, scored their second touchdown the night moments ago, 13 to nothing. The extra point was blocked and... Uh, Bruce, we had a late flag on the on the play there. Yeah, number 92 for uh, Martin County. He did something, and the official walked right side by side. He was very upset. The official was not happy, and I think he might have got tossed. I'm not sure, but his coach is really giving him the business right now. So after the penalty, the Yellow Jackets will kick off from the Martin County 45-yard line and uh, brings up some interesting possibilities here, Bruce. See what the Jackets like to do. They want to send it deep oh, as far as they can. Good kick. Man, that was uh, I Flag. mean, that's they're going to have a procedure call against Bartow, yeah. but that was a nice kick. <laughs> Almost went through the uprights. Yeah, and that's a 15, 20 mile an hour wind he was kicking into right there. Kaysom's trying to prove a point. Well, he he's proved it over and over. He's got the leg. Now we just need to put some things together. Last week it was a snap. This week it's been, you know, blocking. And it's it's a very simple block. When when the ball is snapped, the way most, most people are taught, is you just go to your right and you grab Offside. the guy beside you, you grab his leg. So they're gonna do and it. so that makes, it makes a, a, a box there. And so... Hard for the defender to get through. Yes. And... There's so, some things that they got to work on. Five-yard penalty. Now the Yellow Jackets will kick off from midfield. Right up the big tiger at midfield. And again, Mullis will send it. And this one will bounce into the end zone for a touchback. Great job. Mullis' kick is in the end zone. Touchback. First down, Tigers at their 20. First and 10 for the Tigers at the 20. There's a chance to introduce a couple of the Martin County cheerleaders. 636 to play here in the third quarter. Start, but let's uh, start with... Hey, I want to give a big shout-out to the cheerleaders on Bartow. They're here tonight cheering on the good – that's a pretty good crowd from Bartow that made the trip down here. Bartow always travels well, and and we've we've got a new coach, a whole new – Ashley Hall. You know, it's it's a whole new – Rakaia Weaver. Neighborhood. It's a whole new – Julia John. What's the word I'm looking for? (laughs) Golly. When are you getting old, man? Whole new new vibe. Whole new vibe. Olivia Pulley. Whatever. But uh, Bartow always travels well, and we got the world champion cheerleaders over there. Yep. 
back in February where they won another six national championships. So it's good to see them over there cheering on the yellow jacket. Faithful that made the trip down here to uh, Martin County. Yeah, the coaches are running out of fingers and toes for the rings. I mean, it's it's incredible. You, you see the rings on their toes, and it's uh, pretty funny. Rachel, nice to have John and Denise Bodie tune in tonight. Mr. Bodie just informed us that the uh, gentleman who just caught the touchdown pass, Mr. Jason Williams, excellent basketball player as well. Yeah, I'm going to have a talk okay. with Bodie, too, about these headphones, uh, but we'll talk about that later. <laughs> but we're happy they're listening. First and 10 for the Tigers at their own 20-yard line. Jackson Williams wants to throw. That's he does. A- oh, and a good defensive play by the Jackets. They broke on that pass, Bruce. Yeah, that was, and that was uh, Murray. Murray and... I think we got a guy. Williams pass attempt at Mitchell incomplete. A tiger is down on the field. Yeah, that was a bang bang play. Murray was going for the ball, but he hit him in the back as he was going for the football. And uh, Murray he, got got some pretty good height yeah. on that on that leap, trying to get that ball. And 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 the quarterback Williams put some pepper on it. It yeah. was it was a pretty good pretty good lick. He's cramping. So there's a cramp on the field. And a lot of humidity. What did Coach Peavy say? Since 1966, the Bartow Church Service Center has been empowering people and inspiring change. Support their mission to help Bartow families get out of crisis by shopping in their thrift store, 495 East Summerlin in downtown Bartow. Help us be epic. Coach Peavy said a huge crash at Daytona. Those are not finals. So, uh, man. There you go. This is what we were talking about earlier. Yeah. You never know. So the player is up. Yeah, that's that's where you tell them, you know, and I say it almost every year, if the bone isn't sticking out of the leg, get off the football field. You... <laughs> Quick score update, guys. 7-7, Fort Meade, Sarasota. Mm. Turned out to be a pretty good ball game down there over at Sarasota with the Sailors and the Miners. Sailors? The Sarasota Sailors. <laughs> that's original. All righty, here we go. Second and ten. Williams again throws. Pass is complete to Colbrick on the outside, and he's going to be knocked out of bounds. Yeah, really good job. He might have got the first. Stanley, Stanley uh, coming from the linebacker position. He hits him, and and then um, I think Murray cleaned him up. Murray cleaned it up. He's a couple yards short. Going to be about two yards short. Make it third down, third and two. I'm surprised they haven't gone to the flat a little more often. They they roll this quarterback out. He's 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 an athlete. All righty, let's see what they do here. The last day they want to do Bruce's punt. They've done a lot of that tonight yeah. for the Tigers. Third and two for the Tigers at their own 28-yard line. Here's the snap. Right up the middle they go. And now they got some daylight. The runner into the uh, secondary, and that is going to be number 10 Hendricks. Hendricks yeah. He tried to run over some people, and he he got through Brown, one, but uh, First down. number 14 steps up. And Martin County quickly to the ball, first and 10. A little hurry-up tempo here again. A handoff to Hendricks again, and Hendricks is going to get near midfield, maybe the 49-yard line where it will be second down. This flag, there's Hendricks, the ball God Brown uh, was number 14 and made the tackle on the last play in the open field. And again, the Martin County Tigers in a little hurry-up offense there at the line of scrimmage on a second-and-five play. Here's the snap, and again, handoff to Hendricks. This time he's caught in the backfield and thrown Hendricks. for a loss. Yeah, Ball. and uh, that's what happens when you Jeremiah run into. Jeremiah Martin. 
number 88 uh, gets hold of you, you ain't going Tackle nowhere, and then you got two or three other people coming. 98, 88, always at the ball, wherever it is. Yeah. And I, I, I like this. Uh, I, I like when they go to tempo, but at some point you got to slow it down. It's going to be third down and four here for the Tigers. The ball at midfield, far too in front, 13 to nothing. Here's the snap, and whistles will stop this play. Yeah, that's going to be against Martin County there. Their guys were moving before the ball snapped. There hasn't been many penalties called against was, the Tigers tonight. I was, I was fixing to say the same thing. There haven't been many flags really at all for, you know, Bartow, Lakeland, all the... Uh, Dead ball, normally start against the Tigers. $120 in penalties by now. So a five-yard penalty for a false start against the Tigers. Backs them up to the 45, their own 45, where it'll be third down and about nine. Come on, Tigers! Yellow Jacket defense looking for another stop. Five minutes left here in the third quarter. Bartow in front, 13 to nothing. Williams will bring his offense to the line of scrimmage. Put one man in motion. That's Colbrick. And again, whistles will stop yep. this play. That time, though, it looked like the tailback move. Black. This is going to be another procedure call. Looks like against the Tigers. So they got a couple of nice runs that with Hendricks. Got a first down. Now two back-to-back five-yard penalties for false starts. And the Tigers are facing a first and like 15. Yeah, they had a nice little tempo going, and and then when they slowed it down, you know, everybody's kind of, you know, itchy, 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 and that's where you get that little bit of movement. I understood it on the first play, but the last play, the, it looked like the tailback was just leaning too far. Here we go, third and 15. Williams wants to throw. He's got his pass complete. Oh, beautiful. That is going to be Flurry on the tackle. He's going to be holding on Barto. Yeah, but that receiver took a lick, too. The catch was made by Lewis for a gain of about five yards. Murray on the tackle, but there is a flag right at the point of of the tackle. And, Bruce, you saw defensive holding? Yeah, I think Hampton was holding uh, the corner, uh, the receiver when he went by him. Garrett uh, Lewis, who made the reception, kind of limped his way to the sideline. Now he's sitting on the bench from that hit from Murray. Referees are still discussing it. Stops the clock with 4.35 to play in the third quarter. Two touchdown passes tonight from K.J. Valentine, one covering 61 yards to Glover. The second one only covering two yards to Jason Williams. Personal foul. Personal foul. A 15-yard penalty. I didn't see a personal foul. I think he grabbed a hold of it. It might have been like a a, a, grabbed a collar. It could be. He turned him around. When he grabbed him, he turned him around. Okay. So it's going to be a first down for the Tigers after they march off a penalty down to the Yellow Jacket 41-yard line. Jason Williams wants to throw. He does. The pass is complete to Lushi. And it's going to be well, three or four yards on the little pass to the, the flat. Yeah, 19 uh, on the tackle, Clark. and he goes off the field. He comes up limping. That's Clark. Yeah, Roderick Clark came up, made the tackle right by the sideline, came up, went immediately to the bench. Going to get about six yards on the play, make it second and four. 
from the Yellow Jacket 35-yard line for the Tigers. Here's the snap. Handoff. Hendricks up the middle. He goes. He's got some daylight. He's into the secondary. He's got a Tiger first down all the way to the 17, 16-yard line. Hendricks with the ball. Yeah, guys, this is what Bartow's going to have to stop because this is going to be a swing momentum for that. That's definitely not what Bartow wants to see at this point. Didn't see a lot of number 10 Hendricks in the first half. But uh, the big uh, running back has kind of taken over this drive as we have timeout time out for the mandatory water Barto, break. Their first timeout of the half. Your score, Bartow 13 and Martin County nothing. You're listening to Yellow Jacket Football on WBF. Today's broadcast is presented in part by Pallet One, now seeking employees, offering competitive pay, great benefits, and a safety-first environment. Join Pallet One for a stable, long-term career as part of a fast-paced, dedicated team. Pallet One is an equal opportunity employer. Once again, Craig, a budget you pull a bar to on their inventory. But uh, most our vehicles are around uh, uh, from the early 90s to the uh, the mid-2010s, you know, 2008, 9, 10, that area. The part you need when you need it. Budget you pull it, Highway 60 East, Bartow. Hi, it's Erin with Evolve Contracting. While there's no shortage of landscape and irrigation companies, you deserve the option that's the best fit for you. At Evolve, we offer 3D imaging and an irrigation program that saves you water, time, and money. Call us at 863-537-7537. First and 10 for the Martin County Tigers at the Yellow Jacket 17-yard line. And handoff again, right up the middle goes Hendricks, number 10, and Hendricks goes right up the middle, all the way to the five-yard line. He's got another Tiger first down. Yeah, nothing fancy about that. It's just now the offensive line is starting to blow off, and our big hogs on the defensive line, they could be getting a little little gas, guys. And the same play, right up the line of scrimmage, and again, this time, though, they're going to stop him for no gain. Second and goal from the four. Just about everybody. Yeah, I think Hendricks thought he was a little further than what he was on that one because he's reaching the ball out thinking he was at the goal line. He's a tall guy, but I don't think he's that tall. He's powerful, though. Oh, absolutely. Here we go. Second and goal. Handoff up again up the middle. This is number 10. Hendricks, he's caught from behind and dragged down maybe a yard gain. Yeah, that's Third a good, and goal. That time a very good job. The, they, they did a pinch. Uh, the defensive ends came straight downhill, and uh, um, Davis was able to get a little hand on him before he was able to get the line. And, Bruce, I'm assuming four-down territory here, trailing 13 oh, to nothing. Absolutely. Third and goal for the Tigers. The way they've been moving the ball down, now you might see them go somewhere else. Now they're going to drop back into the shotgun formation for Williams. The quarterback put one man in motion. That's Colbert. They'll give him the ball. They try to turn the corner, That's and they do. Up. Touchdown, Tigers. Colbrook with the ball and for a Martin County touchdown. Yeah, he, didn't, he didn't have far to go, and, and he just gets runs the jet sweep and, and gets there, makes a corner. He only had to get a couple of yards. Well, 2.34 left in the third quarter. The Tigers with a three-yard touchdown run from Colbrick puts Martin County on the board. On to attempt the extra point is Conley. He's got the wind with him, too. The wind is at his back. Here's the kick, and it sails right on through. Conley's kick out of the McKinney hold is good. The kick is good, so 234 to play in the third quarter. It's now Bartow 13, Martin County 7. You're listening to Yellow Jacket Football on WBF. 
Hi, I'm Benny Jr. with Bartow Ford. And while Bartow Ford is in a small town, we are positioned perfectly for our customers from surrounding counties to make that drive. And we make that drive worth it. On your next purchase, don't go the wrong way. Bartow Ford, we're different and we prove it. Today's broadcast is sponsored in part by the law firm of Campbell, Trone, Tamayo, and Aranda, providing top-level representation for their clients, including but not limited to business litigation, personal injury, and wrongful death. CTTALaw.com. Your Bartow Beef O'Brady's in the Bartow Center South is your headquarters for good food and good sports. With something for everyone on the menu, your Bartow Beef's is perfect for the family, an office lunch, or to feed the team after a big win. Beef's, where game time meets family time. Barton County has the ball teed up at the 40-yard line following their first touchdown of the night. They're going to do a little pooch kick. And it's going to be taken at the 29-yard line. That's Murray. Murray runs Ooh. all the way across the field, turns up field. He's got some blockers. Oh, and he's finally caught down from behind at the 31-yard line. <laughs> he, did, he ran a long and a way. Flag, and a flag comes in. I believe yeah. that's going to be against Bartow, guys. He ran a long way not to go very far. After the play. And somebody got blew up in the middle just blocking. Yeah, they got, he got taken out. Of, he got decleated. And the kicker is limping. Well, our number 92 is back on the field for the Tigers. Oh, they're going to get they going to get Tigers for that. That penalty. ball, personal foul against Martin County. Oh, right. 15-yard penalty. I was kind of shocked on that one because the Martin County did ride him down and kind of run his head into the dirt. Uh, but then when he got up, he retaliated. So I was I was like, "Ah, oh, that could go either way real quick." So this will march off 15 yards against the Tigers. Barta will start this possession at their own 45-yard line. And uh, Bruce, uh, need to answer here yeah, for the Yellow Jackets. absolutely. And they, they got a good break right there. As Mike said, they got great field position. And it's time to work the clock and move the football, which we've done all night. K.J. Valentine, the quarterback, he's in the shotgun. Everybody else in tight. Here's the snap. A little cross-action play. They give it to Himes. He tries to run the uh, the left side of the offensive line. He's going to be stopped right about the line of scrimmage. No gain Himes on the play. Carrier tackle by Shimko. That's what a touchdown will do for you guys. It gets everybody some momentum. But number 92 is still talking a lot of smack. He was actually on the wrong side of the line of scrimmage. Talking smack. And, and uh... And they already threw the flag on him once. I think the umpire said something to him. So it's going to be second and 11 here for the Yellow Jackets. Clock running. We're under two minutes left in the third quarter. Valentine again will be in the shotgun. Single receiver to the left. A single receiver to the right. Two running backs in the backfield. Glover and Himes. Valentine calls for the ball. And he's going to... Give it off. A handoff up the middle, and that is Glover. Glover breaks one tackle at midfield. Glover's still on his feet. He's got a yellow jacket first down, trying to get more. He's being bounced around. Oh, my goodness. And good. finally the ball brought carrier. down at the 45-yard line. What a run by Glover. Oh, my goodness. Turtle. <laughs> well, they couldn't get hold of the shell, that's for sure, on that one because he just refused to go down. First down he, he had the first down three or four times. And then just barely gets it at the end. Too much wax on the shell for old Turtle. They yeah, couldn't get him down. And, and this, like we say a lot of times, you know, it's best <laughs> just to get that yardage and go down. And let's. 
First and 10 for the Jackets at the Tiger 42-yard or 45-yard line. Here's a handoff up the middle. No, it's going to be a quarterback keeper by Valentine. He crosses the 40 to the 39. Quarterback run Valentine all the way, and he may be a little shaken up there. Tackle by He Burke. got hit really hard, guys, but he gets up, bounces up, goes over to get the play. Got about six. It'll be second down and four. Yellow Jackets do not have to run a play here in the third quarter if they don't want to. No, and and this is, I mean, this is a huge drive right here, guys. If we can go down and get some points, it takes all the wind out of their sails. And now we're going to have the... Um, They're going to try to get it off. Five seconds, four seconds. They're to the line of scrimmage are Barto, but I would assume they're not going to snap this ball, and they are not. That's the end of the third the quarter. The end of the third quarter. Barto 13 and the Tigers 7. Other scores. Jupiter's Check some other scores wire. here while we have a quick little three. moment. What's Coach Peavy on now? Uh, he wanted to thank us uh, for doing doing a good job. And, well, thank you, Coach. And we, you know, we cut up with Coach Peavy, but we really love him, and uh, we we love that he gives us a business every week because we give it back. Scoreboard update. Here we go. Ridge Community, forty six, and celebration nothing. Did we even do Ridge Community? I think I left them off the Stratton selections. I apologize. <laughs> I for hope that. so. All right, here you go, Bruce. Tie ball game. Frostproof Bulldogs, 14. Lakeland Christian Vikings, 14. Oh, that's a halftime score. And that's got to be a good game. At the half, Haynes City, 6. And Davenport, nothing. Mm. Talk, talk about a good game. Over at Bryant Stadium, Miami Norland, 28. The Lakeland Dreadnoughts, 21. A halftime. That's a slugfest over there with two big heavyweights at Bryant Stadium. That's right. Lake Gibson, 13. East Lake, 7. That's a halftime score. Also at halftime, Lake Wales, 15. Zephyr Hills, 7. What? Winter Haven up over Kathleen, 16 to nothing. And no score from Jenkins or, well, no, we had Jenkins, 7. Lake Region, nothing. I thought we agreed not to talk about that. Sorry about that. Here we go for the Tigers on a second down and five play. Excuse me, the Yellow Jackets. Oh, they really stuffed that. Glover with the Saw ball. Saw that coming the whole way. And uh, going to be thrown for a huge loss. Big number Chapman. 11. Flag laying about the 37-yard line. Well, that would be a hold. And Mike gave us the uh, 7-7 Fort Meade in the Sailors. Yes. On the other side of the state of Florida. Mike, are the Miners at home next week? Flag. I could not tell you, guys. I would hope so. Yeah, they've been on the road twice now. So There's a flag on the play. The referees are discussing it. He's asking if they want to take it back or want to take the play. I take the play. They're going to decline the penalty. So it's going to set up third down for the against Barto. What they call? Holding. Holding. So the play will result in a five-yard loss. So it's going to be right about third and ten. Third and nine, we'll say, here for the Yellow Jackets. We're in the fourth quarter now. Just underway. Bartow with the ball into in minor, excuse me, in Martin County territory the at the 43-yard line. Clock is still stopped, and now the officials are getting back together again. So they can't decide if it's third down or fourth down here, guys. Well, it should be third. If they took the play, it would. It was it, second and five. Yeah, it would still be third down. Uh, well, the head official came out signal, signaling fourth down. They moved the down marker to fourth down. Now they're. Now we need to have a 
conversation here. Well, I, I know one thing. Well, I don't know one thing because that gal on the school board, she's got a fourth down. We've already been told she doesn't make mistakes. Well, she's just – hopefully she's just following third, third down. Third down. All right. It's, she's just following the uh, – The down marker. Yeah. yeah. So it's going to be third down. They talked about it. Everybody agrees it's third down. Still says fourth on the down marker on the side. Now they're going to – there you go. That three looks pretty good, Andy. Yeah, it does. There you go. So, Bruce, third and nine, Yellow Jackets with the ball at the Tiger 43-yard line. Yeah. You roll it out, right? Wind at your back. Valentine will send three receivers to the far side of the field. Tigers with a lot of pressure up front. They're going to bring it. Here's a go. A slant across the middle. The pass is complete. Thomas has got a first down. down. Boy, that was such a beautiful throw and catch. And the safety came up and was ready to wallop him. And he ducked right under the tackle as he went down. I think he landed on the football, guys, and and he's getting up a little slow. Trying to knock the wind out of it. Yeah. That was a good throw by Valentine. On the money. If you are getting a ride home from somebody, please call them for your ride now. Mike? Yes, sir. We're calling you for the ride. Oh, you're calling me for the ride. Yeah, yeah, you guys are going to have to hike at home. Don't, <laughs> don't forget us. Don't forget you, huh? Hey, big thank you to Mike for driving tonight. Uh, Jake for getting us down here. Appreciate that. You fed us. Yeah, we had a good time. Yes, thank you for feeding us tonight. Yeah, that was good. First and 10 for the Yellow Jackets. At the Martin County 33-yard line, quarterback draw. K.J. Valentine up the middle. He goes, and he's got five yards. Yeah, they've run all the way. The he had both blockers in front of him. And number four needs a break. Tackled by Chase Thomas. Yeah, and uh, he, he's the one he's that made a big catch. And, and I'm pretty sure he fell on that football, guys. And he it's either his hip, you know, it could be like right in the back, could be feeling it from landing on that football. Camarion Thomas, a junior. All righty. Now it's going to be second and a long five here for the Yellow Jackets. Did he have the Bot- touchdown, too? He caught the touchdown. Williams. Williams. Jason Williams. Okay. From just inside the 30-yard line of the Tigers, second and six here for the Yellow Jackets. And a timeout on the field called by the Yellow timeout Jackets. Timeout called by Barto. their second timeout of the half. Bartow takes a timeout and gives us a chance to remind you about Citrus Air. Proud to be Bartow's air conditioning company. It is Citrus Air Conditioning Complete Service for all your home or office. With such great care, it must be Citrus Air. Big shout out to Jonathan and the whole crew down there. 534-1171. I know it's been hot. Yeah. And they can keep that air conditioning running straight for you. 534-1171. A lot of new sponsors this year. I'm liking that. I've been been working hard. I know you have. And uh, Denise, I know she does a wonderful job, too. Um, And our new buddy, Sean. I was going to say, you got Sean in there now, too. Coach Peavy wants to know the Mulberry score. Will you please tell him the Mulberry score? Mulberry won last night, 47-6. Oh, my goodness. How many times you got to rub that in anybody's face? Last time, Coach. Following the Yellow Jacket timeout. All right, here we go. Second and six. Just inside the Tiger 30-yard line for Bartow. Valentine in the shotgun. Here's the snap. 
and it's going to be a handoff to Glover. Glover turns the corner. Oh, a nice play. He's going to get very close to uh, first down. Yeah, he's really close. Both right. these running backs are just beautiful running backs. They they really wait. They wait on their blocking. And number 11, uh, Jason Williams, has has just been a beast a at fullback. And he's the one hurt. Oh, my goodness. He has been a beast at fullback. Number 11? Yep. Okay, he's making his way to the sideline now. Walking under his own power, but with yeah. a little assistance from the coaching staff. We're hoping that's just a cramp. If you don't stay hydrated, it, stuff like that will happen. Well, I feel, like I, I feel like I'm cramping up here in the bleachers. Yeah, I mean, uh, this weather has been incredible. And um, it, it, these kids, how they go through practice and everything else, and they keep them hydrated. You got to do the salt pills. You got, you know, bananas. You got to be eating them on Tuesday. You got to, you got to hydrate three, four days before a game. It, it's, you can't do it the night before. Third and one for the Yellow Jackets. I formation, and they get, uh, they get the Tigers to jump offside. Valentine using nice. the voice and the inflection. We've been begging Barto to do that for a hundred years, and 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 finally Coach Eden comes in. That's a free first down. Damn. So the uh, clock continues to run. We're under nine and a half minutes to play in the ball game, and Barto inside the red zone now at the Tiger 19-yard line. Again, I formation behind the quarterback Valentine. Second man through is Himes. Himes breaks one tackle the line of scrimmage, turns the corner, and he's going to get about six or seven. Stopped by Shemko. Yeah, once again, both these kids uh, they keep they keep their feet moving, they keep their body square, and running a little. Up and down, um, uh, th- that's okay. He, he gets the ball downfield the way he needs to, and he tucks that shoulder when he has to, uh, Mike. Yeah, absolutely. But one thing I like to see at a point like this when you're 13-7 with nine minutes left is try to keep that ball inbounds. I mean, great job on, on moving the ball forward and getting the five yards out of that play. It's going to be second and five for the Yellow Jackets. Ball right about the 15-yard line. Valentine takes the snap, handoff, and this time he's going to be caught in the backfield. Is Glover, and he's going to lose a couple. Yeah, they, that Himes, was a high Himes, but uh, he didn't quit. He, they didn't take him down. There was five guys Tackled on him. by about seven Tigers. Seven, maybe eight. Maybe, maybe eight. eight. <laughs> I love this. Announcer. This announcer is classic. Himes wears number 25, and he's. Maybe two or three inches taller than Glover, who wears number twenty-three. Yeah, and they're they're almost the carbon copy. Yeah. The way they run the football, the way, and uh, right now they're screaming for another player. And that's going to be uh, Thomas, number four, checks back into the ball game. We'll tell him the play. He'll spread out on the right side of the formation. Along over there with Corey Butler. Now, coach wants a timeout. timeout and he is not happy. Oh, he just about lost, a, lost the hat and a, a set of heads. That's their third and final timeout of the half. Now, that's a position, coach, that he's going to be chewing on right there. Because what you do is you call a formation. And whatever the name of that formation is, all 11 kids know by now if it's Mary, if it's blue, if it's green, whatever. Uh, whatever that formation is, all 11 kids have to know, you know, they know that they're on that play. 
and then they call whatever play comes after that. But the formation is that's where your position coaches come in. That's what they get paid for. And so he's going to get chewed on a little bit. It does stop the clock with 8.25 to play here in the ball game. Bartow in front, 13-7. to seven. The Yellow Jackets are facing a third and nine at the Tiger 19-yard line. The Jackets with nothing, look enough more than to take a few more minutes off the clock and punch this into the end zone. Here come the Jackets from the timeout. Two wide receivers here to the near side of the field. That's going to be Taylor and Thomas. Quarterback Valentine in the shotgun. Himes right behind him. Here's the snap and wants to throw a little into the end zone. Oh, he's holding. He's holding. There's a flag right there, Dave. Two flags. Yeah, he's holding. He, He had a hold of his jersey. Penalty on the pass. That's going to be pass interference or holding, yeah. Mikey, either one. And I, and I tell you what, guys, if if I'm the defensive coach, I'm not so upset about that because he had a step on him. If he doesn't grab him, it's a sure six points. That was Corey Butler over there, the jacket well, intended receiver. And uh, Corey probably had uh, a few height advantage on yeah. the defender. First down, Bartow. Yeah, Bruce, I agree with you 100% on that. Sometimes you got to get that. Sometimes you just got to take those penalties because, like you said, had he not held him up, that was six all day long. Yeah, at, at least you live for another play. Exactly. So it's going to be first and goal for the Yellow Jackets. The ball just inside the 10 yard line. We'll call it like the nine and a half. 8 18 to play in the ball game. And that was a defensive penalty, so that clock should be running. Jackets to the line of scrimmage. Taylor on the far side. Butler on the near side. Eye formation behind Valentine. He's under center. Here's the snap. Second man through, and that is going to be Glover. Glover pounds his way oh inside the five yard line. Oh, he's going to be in, zone. guys. Touchdown, yeah, Bartow. He's in. The, uh, the back judge didn't call it, but the side judge beside Touchdown, Mike did. Marco. Mike's standing right on the end zone. Yeah, when he stretched his arm out, the ball landed right, on the, right on the line. That was going to be Himes, number 25. They're going to go for two here, guys. At 8.09 in the fourth quarter, Bartow gets their third touchdown on the night. A nine-yard touchdown run from Himes. I'd run the same play. And Bartow will leave the offense on the field to go for two points. Bartow in front, 19-7. Mismatch this side, guys. Oh, my goodness. They got Bird at fullback. Power eye. Same play. I'd run it. Under center is Valentine. Here's the tab. It's going to be sneak. Valentine. Sneak. Quarterback sneak. He's Valentine in. is in. He's in. Touchdown. That two-point conversion is Valentine good. Valentine with a two-point conversion. Well, you, you put Bird back there, okay, and then you've got your normal fo- uh, fullback and the tailback, and the everybody's keying on Bird. They're looking at Bird, and it's a perfect call. Great call by Coach Eaton right there because you're not thinking anything about the quarterback going – Straight ahead for two and a half yards. 8.09 to play in the ballgame. Bartow 21, Martin County 7. You're listening to Yellow Jacket Football on WBF. Locally owned and operated. We are FM 102.9 and AM 1130. WWBF Bartow. Imagine trying to work in an office that is so hot and humid you can't concentrate or so cold you always need a jacket. Citrus Air Conditioners of Bartow reminds you that maintenance is vital to keep your system running smoothly year-round. Such great care, it must be Citrus Air. 
Hey, this is Tyler Kelly with Kelly Buick GMC, and we're proud to make today's sports broadcast on WBF possible. Visit any of our five locations and see why we are Polk County's number one Buick GMC dealer. Kelly Buick GMC. Experience matters with regards to representation in personal injury or wrongful death, like the courtroom experience of the law firm of Campbell, Trone, Tamayo, and Aranda. They also specialize in business litigation. CTTALaw.com. They're going in the end zone. Wow. Five yards Ballas deep. Kick into the end zone. Ballas just sent a cannon the into the end zone. And uh, that thing. Yeah, he goes into the end zone for an automatic touchback here at high school football. A little bit of wind behind him, but Bruce, that still was a good kick. Oh, yeah. We talked about it during the break. The touchdown drive for the Yellow Jackets ate up a lot of clock, and it ended with six points, seven points. Seven points. So eight just points. exactly what – eight points. Thank you. What Coach Eaton talked about at halftime, when you're in that – part of the field you need to convert it you need to get the ball in the end zone and they did yeah and a uh, couple of really really good uh, calls by by eden uh down there inside the 20 uh and the two-point conversion was a excellent call i mean nobody was expecting that so the tigers now their next possession first and 10 at their own 20 yard line down by 14 points Williams, the quarterback, he wants to throw. He's under a lot of pressure. Davis is there. They get the ball out, but it's going to bounce. Yeah, he had to get rid of that when he was being pressured. Davis from the defensive end position. Is Davis a basketball player? I wonder if Bodie's still listening because Davis looks like a basketball player. He's a defensive end. and Darius Davis. He is such an athlete, guys. Hang on a second. I'll check for you. I believe he is. I believe he is a ball player. I mean, he, uh, Bird has 100 pounds on him, but... <laughs> Um, he is so fast off that edge that the quarterback, as soon as he looked up, he had the quarterback in, uh, the defensive end in his face. Second and ten. Again, Davis with the pressure up the middle. He's double blocked, and now Case uh, Jason Williams oh. will run, and he gets across the 25 oh, to the 27. Williams kept the ball. He got landed on pretty hard. Yeah, and that, he didn't mean to. Wow. He was just in the air when Bird hit him. Yep. And Bird landed on top of him. He's feeling it, too. Oof, he'll feel it in the morning. Well, coach, <laughs> quick, quick shout out to Coach McGriff. If you're listening to the game tonight, Coach, we understand that Davis is not currently a basketball player, but you might want to invite him to tryouts yeah, in the fall. Power forward. Here's the uh, handoff. Nope, it's going to be a quarterback keeper up the middle. Williams goes Williams. He's going to dive across the line. Did he get a first down? Yeah, I think he got one. Yeah, looks like he's going to have a first, first down. Game. Tiger. Coach McGriff. Tackle he's always at every game. He travels. He does everything, and uh, just. Man, he doesn't just—he doesn't win state championships. He—he he makes people into fine young men. I mean, you—you you got Sam Sam Riffis, who's the head coach at Lincoln mm-hmm. uh, College, and he's won back-to-back um, titles. First and ten for the Tigers at their own 31-yard line. Again, Davis with oh, pressure, and Davis this time has got him. Davis sacks the quarterback back at the 25-yard line. He threw the fullback three yards in the backfield, threw him off three yards, and then just swallowed the quarterback. Power forward, Coach. Davis, Bruce, Martin, and Bird. We've talked about them all game long. Yeah. Incredible. All right, here we go. Second down and 15 for the Tigers back at their own 25-yard line. Six and a half minutes to play in the ballgame. They're down by 14. The pass is incomplete. 
fall short of the intended receiver, Colebrook. Third down, stops the clock, 6.19 to play. Yeah, that was a weird release by the quarterback. He he tried to come straight over the top while he's running to his left. And I'm wondering if he might not be a little bit injured, guys. That was just a weird-looking motion to... Timeout on the field reminds uh, gives us a chance to remind you about Carla. It does not take, it does not cost rather a buyer any money to use a licensed professional realtor. Call Carla Meeks today. Let her experience get to work for you. 863-604-9287. Her website, CarlaMeeksRealtor.com. Thank you, Carla. Again. 619 to play. Bartow up by 14. It's 21 to 7 in favor of the Yellow Jackets. The regular season opener tonight for both squads. Last week, Martin County won their kickoff classic over Seminole Ridge. But tonight, it's a little different. And they whipped us pretty bad last year. 35 to 7 up at Bartow Memorial Stadium. The Tigers beat Bartow. Third and 15 for the Tigers. Here's the snap. Williams wants to throw. He launches it downfield. Couple jackets back there, and uh, it was Bartow was more in a position to catch it than anybody. Is that Galva that missed that That's ball? That's Rabbit. Is that our Rabbit? We got to work on his hand. It hit him. He he jumped up and just couldn't bring it down. I know. Defended on the play by Brown and Galva. So it's now it's fourth down, Bruce. Six twelve to go in the game. You're on your own. 27-yard line, facing a 4th and 15. What you do got do? nothing to lose here. You go for it. I mean, uh, it's 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 not like 28-7 to 7 is going to hurt any worse than 21-7. to 7. You go for it here. You've got, no, you got no other means of. Offense does stay on the field. Jackson Williams is the quarterback for the Tigers. He goes in three receivers on the far side of the field. Here's the snap. He looks that way. Now he's under some pressure. He still under pressure oh, in the backfield, down. and they're going down. He's got him. That Davis again. Williams tackled in the backfield. Nope. That's going to be Martin this time. Oof. Or is that Bird? 98 or 88. Down, oh, down. Stanley's back there. 31. Yeah. And that's going to be Bird with the tackle. So, yeah, And one more jacket's getting up. And that is Jeremiah Martin, who is limping. He's jumping. Yeah. He's uh, he's hurt. Yeah, we want we don't need him hurt. We need all no, those hogs. No pressure on that right leg from Martin. Barto takes over first and ten at the mine at the uh, Martin County twenty-four yard line. Yeah, a lot of people that are getting up and leaving. Uh, we saw half the band take off a while ago. Um, that was the drum corps with with the. With the bongo. Yeah, with the bongos. Guy carrying a bongo on his head. Wonder if next week uh, we'll see our, our band director, our our, our infamous mad, mad scientist, scientist. scientist band director under under pressure. I wonder is what the he's term. got got for us. Well, this we, year. Got our, we got we got a, a little preview. And the un, pro, the un, problem is we got a front coming in a low, and oh, yeah. there, we're gonna have a lot of rain on Thursday and Friday, guys. I said it was Tuesday and Wednesday. Here's the snap on a first down play, a handoff to Glover. Glover moves left. Now he tries to backpedal, and he's going to be thrown for a loss. Taken down by Shimko. Listen, Roy Leap. <laughs> it's going to be Thursday and Friday. No, my guy was saying Tuesday and Wednesday. Your guy ain't got it. Hey, Mike. Hey, I'm the uh, Wednesday, today. Thursday. Mike, this is the last time I sit between the Edmonds. Andy, oh, Andy oh. says Tuesday, Wednesday. Bruce says Thursday, Friday. How about Wednesday, Thursday? No. Oh, huh? 
Sunday, Wednesday? No, it can't rain on Sunday. I got to wash my truck. It can't rain on Sunday. I got to wash my truck. Before the race. Before the race. <laughs> well, actually, the race is Saturday night, so I don't have that's, to worry that's about next it. week. You don't have nothing going on this week. No, I'm going to Classic Concerts Live in, in Lakeland with my good buddy. Second down following the loss from Glover. The best thing about that run is it kept the clock running. He stayed in bounds. Second and about 13 for the Yellow Jackets at the Tiger 26-yard line. Here's the snap. Handoff on a jet sweep to Thomas. Thomas turns the corner, stays in bounds, and Thomas is going to be knocked down inside the 15-yard line. Not Might be a yard short. He's going to be get a first down. Depending on where they spotted at, he's going to be real close, guys. Crazy spots tonight, but it's really hard at this angle we're sitting at to see. First down. First down. We'll take it. We'll take it. Okay. Wind the clock. Under five minutes to play in the ball game. Martin County kid just came off. He's hurt. He dove onto the sideline to get off the field, but we certainly don't want to see that. We no, hope. uh-uh. I'm telling you guys, this is a this is a good football team we're playing. This is no slouch. First and ten for the Yellow Jackets at the Tiger 14-yard line. KJ Valentine in the shotgun. Two I receivers left. Two receivers right. I'm, he might have got his bell rung. He might be right. Here's the snap. They fake the jet sweep. Nope, they're going to give it to a jet sweep, and that is oof, caught in the backfield. That's number 12, Taylor. Janice Taylor. Yeah, he, he saw that defender coming on that one, and he just he took it when that went to the ground on that. Yeah, that was I think that's the first time we've called his name this year, and I don't think he wants it to get called again tonight. He got just pummeled. Taylor's that player that uh, give him, you give him into an inch in, in in the open field and he's gone. Oh yeah, that's the burst of speed that Taylor brings you. Yeah, but but he's got to get there. Uh, if if somebody at two hundred and ten pounds gets hold of him, he's going to put a hurting on him, and that's what happened right there. So they lose a couple on the play, make it second and twelve for Bartow. Under four minutes to play now in the ball game. Bartow in front, twenty-one-seven. Jackets will send a single receiver to the near side. That's Jason Williams. I think quarterback going to run this. Thomas on the far side of the field. And in the shotgun is KJ. KJ will hand it off immediately. Up the middle goes the running back. And that is going to be Glover. Glover down to the 10-yard line. <laughs> he was, he was hit about the 15, and he just drugged like three players with him in a one step. We might need to learn how he got the name Turtle. I would like that. I'm yeah, curious about it, that one. It's, it's kind of, it doesn't have to do with speed. I mean, a lot of these nicknames are given when they're little bitty guys, you know, yeah. and uh, they just drag along with them through life. But um, he's the fastest turtle I've ever seen. Absolutely. You that right you know, now. Dad liked to do that. What's that? Give people nicknames. Yeah. It's going to be third and about seven for the Yellow Jackets. Split on the Tiger 10-yard line. He had a bunch of them for me, but oh, we can't talk about those. <laughs> Here's the snap, and it's going to be a quarterback keeper. Valentine tries to bounce it to the right side. He does. Valentine ooh, is, ooh. oh, he's Valentine bolted out of bounds. It's going to be gonna, short of a first down. That's yeah, going to stop the clock, too. 2.25 to play. By Chapman. They're bringing in the hogs. They're going for it. Here comes the beef. I would, I would give Mullis a, a, another shot right here. He's got the wind at his back for this kick. 
Score update, guys. Miners back up, fourteen to seven. All right, good deal. I don't. I think Mullis has done well. I, I just don't think he's had any blocking. But all right, it is fourth down. Spot the ball at the six-yard line of the Tigers. Yellow Jackets can get a first down, Mike, without a, scoring a touchdown. Yes, right about the three-yard line, just inside the three-yard line. So here comes the beef package, I formation. Glover is the deep back. Valentine will go up under center. Here we go. Sneak again. Quarterback Flag. sneak. He's got it. Flag on the play. First down, guys. Uh, flags Valentine all with the ball. I think I saw one of the uh, I formation move a little. Talking about a whole bunch of Tigers. It's against Barto. Yeah, it's going to be against Barto. Yeah, I like the way this official, when he walks out on the field, he walks out like it's a first down, and then he starts creeping back toward the five-yard line. <laughs> yeah, and, and, and the other thing is this official, he threw it on the offensive Flag. side of the line judge did. So it's going to be a, a procedure call against Barto. That'll back well, him up start. five yards. Illegal procedure against oh. Barto declined. They it's declined first down it? Tigers. Didn't they get the first down, Mike? I thought he had the first down, but I guess they threw the flag before the play. Well, wouldn't it be a dead ball then? Yeah, it should have been. I think. Uh, hmm. Hmm. That's that's. First of all, if it's illegal procedure, it's a dead ball foul, and. So the play never happens. Yeah, exactly. That should come back. That's interesting. All righty. Well, so the Miners will take over. The Miners. Martin County would take over first and 10 at their own six-yard line. I don't like this at all. I mean, I would really be getting into somebody's ear. Hey, I'd be questioning I, I want to know what somebody over there is. The explanation. So Martin County will bring the offense onto the field. Jacket defense will rally here in the final two minutes. Standing at the goal line is the quarterback, Williams. He throws the ball behind him. It's oh. caught, and he is oh, dropped I... immediately at the six-yard line. Damn. Yeah, he loses. He's back to the one-yard line. Yeah, guys. it's almost a safety. To Williams pass. Hampton dropped at the one-yard line. Yeah, he read that the whole way and just... You know, had he had his flipped. neck on a swivel there, he might would have just picked that one off and took that one for a touchdown right there. So now the Tigers are in a world everybody. It's safety time. Here's the snap. Williams in the end zone looking to there throw, and oh, they've got him. They threw the ball away. That's in ground. It's incomplete. There's nobody uh, in the, nobody in the area. Intentional ground. There's nobody in the air. They're talking about it. There's the flag. There it is. Finally. That's going to be a safety. safety. Intentional grounding in the end zone. Yeah, so Barto will get the ball back. And two points. <laughs> look, at, look at Bird. Bird doing. Intentional grounding. That's a safety. The result of a safety against Spartan County. Again, jacket defensive line putting a lot of pressure on the quarterback. Forcing him to make a mistake. Number nine again. That's Davis. Davis, uh, to, to me, is uh, he's a game ball. He gets a game ball on yeah, They need to put them other two points up there. 23-7. Come on, Mabel. Find out there's another flag. Oh, what do we do now? So they had one flag over here on the sideline that they, they called on someone standing on the sideline. Um... So he got he got removed from the sideline, and now I guess they're discussing if it was an intentional grounding in the end zone. Well, yeah, it was. 
That's a no-brainer. Dead ball, unsportsmanlike uh, conduct, Bartow. Unsportsmanlike conduct against What was it with the guy Bartow on the field? enforced on the Again? kickoff. Was it, a, was it a coach on the field, or what was it, Mike? Mm, we'll discuss it off air. Okay. That was a dead ball foul after so, the safety. Bartow will now have to kick off. Will be enforced on the kickoff. From their own. Tigers will it kick off. It should be 25. 35. Midfield. 35? Yeah, because you kick from the 20 normally. Coach Beavy wants you to look at your email. I don't have an email. No. Uh, Maybe a text message. Oh. <laughs> Neil said he's going to have the stadium covered, so no worries if the storm comes in. <laughs> That's pretty good, Neil. That's right. They'll kick off from the 35 instead of the 20. Uh, I want to see Neil said, get that done in a week. He, he will. He will. He, he and his crew. Fantastic job they do. So PV says uh, Coach McGriff tells the radio uh, people he is listening. We love that. There's an onside kick attempt, but Martin County was offside. How so. do you do an onside kick on a the referee on the far side in front of the Yellow Jacket bench? They were way offside, so uh, the Jackets can either take the ball or have them re-kick it. I'm sure they're going to want to take it. Bartow recovered. Well, it's a free kick, but Flag. I don't. They finally put our two points up there. That lady is sharp. Mabel. Mabel? Mabel. Mabel runs everything on the scoreboard except the clock. Well, we like Mabel. She's pushing all the right buttons tonight. Jackets in front, 23-7. to 7. It's been a good game. <laughs> well, I got a score I could tell everybody about, but I really can't. <laughs> How can I say it? I, I really... I don't know. At the I, end of the third quarter, uh, Jenkins. 13. Oh, my God. Thunder nothing. Oh, thunder. It's only 13? Jenkins, 13. That, that's such an embarrassment. Offside call against Martin and County. We're going to kick it again, folks. Dead ball, personal foul against Martin County. Oh. Oh. We'll tap off some yards. Well, they're going to have to kick. Let's see. From the Is this going to be a 20-yard penalty? They were at the 35 for the free kick after the safety. So now they're going to back. Look, the referee's not stopping. Where's he going? 15. To the 15-yard line. 15-yard line, guys. So a free kick from the 15-yard line. Where is Murray? Where's number three? So the Tigers will now kick off from the 15. I'd be looking for number seven. Number seven is right here on the near side. you got uh, Murray on the far side of the field. So, uh, yeah, see, in, in high school football, you can use the tee. But, but in college uh, or the pros, a free kick, you normally have them punt because they can't use a tee. So Conley has it teed up now at the 15-yard line. 138 to play in the ballgame. Bartow in front, 23-7. to This is a free kick after the Bartow defense caused a safety in the end zone. Now they're going to try the onside kick again. The ball bounces, hits a jacket player. Bartow Looks like recovers. Bartow got it, number 19, to Clark. Yeah, he had to reach out and get it after he... They're still fighting for it. They're still scratching for it, but Clark is on top of the ball. Yeah. And that's where it's going to be. Bartow first Conley's and 10 from the 25-yard line. By Bartow, Clark. The scoreboard says Yellow Jackets. Martin County has all three timeouts left. Oh well, uh, I, I trust Mabel, but I don't know about that one. Well, I don't think you take them. I mean, at this point, I was thinking the Bartow just take a knee. I was thinking that too, but one thirty-five to play, and just call it a night. First and ten, Bartow at the Tiger twenty-six yard line. We know Bartow used all theirs. Yep. But um, 
You don't want to throw the ball. Yeah, but do you do you don't just stop here. I mean, you, you you preach to your kids about playing a complete game. You preach to them about finishing. Um, no, I understand that. I mean, it, it's you, just you, no. You run the football. Yeah, exactly. If they've got timeouts. Exactly. And exactly. if they're going to use them, if if it looks like they're not going to use them, if they don't call a timeout after this play, then you talk about um, victory formation. Exactly. Valentine brings his offense to the line of scrimmage. He's in the pistol formation, and they'll hand it off to Glover. Glover bounces it to the outside. Glover turns the corner. He stays inbound. He leaps oh. across the 20-yard line. He's going to be close to another first down. Glover, the ball carrier. Oh, he's going to be about a yard short. <laughs> Maybe a yard short. He hadn't given up. Why is the clock Give stopped? The tackle to Chapman. Two yards two yard short. They slid it back a little bit here. Second and two. There goes the clock. Ball at the 18-yard line. Valentine will send two receivers to the near side. Single receiver on the far side. Again, Glover in the backfield right behind him. Here's the snap. They'll give it to Glover. Glover stutter steps in the hole, moves forward. He's got a first down. Glover with the ball to the the 15-yard line, yes. Tackle by Gambina. Stop the clock to move the chains, I guess. Now you got to. There it goes. Now you take a knee. Well, we'll see just how mean and vicious Eden is. He may want six more. I don't blame him. He's already over there hugging players. They're going victory formation. Make a statement. 30 seconds and counting. They need to snap it one more time. Valentine in the pistol formation. And 19 seconds. Take the penalty. Still waiting, still waiting. Valentine will take it and drop right to the ground at the 19-yard line. That's going to be the ball game. The Bartow Yellow Jackets win the season opener tonight over the Martin County Tigers, 23-7. to In a good game, both offense and defense for the Yellow Jackets. When we come back, a little post-game wrap-up and uh, see if we can get the words of uh, Coach Eden. When we return, you're listening to Yellow Jacket Football on WBF. Hi, I'm Benny Jr. Each and every holiday, dealerships are trying to convince you that right now is the best time to buy a vehicle. It's not that way at Bartow Ford. If it's for sale, it's on sale. Visit our store or online at BartowFord.com because at Bartow Ford, we're different and we prove it. Once again, Craig, a budget you pull to Bartow on their inventory. But uh, most of our vehicles are around uh, uh, from the early 90s to the uh, the mid-2010s, you know, 2008, 9, 10, that area. The part you need when you need it. Budget you pull it, Highway 60 East, Bartow. The Ewing Blackwelder and Deuce Insurance Agency has been serving Central Florida since 1984. They all work and live in your neighborhood and take pride in our history. Offices in Bartow, there when you need them, representing only the most reliable companies in the industry. Welcome back to Bartow Yellow Jacket Football. Tonight, the Yellow Jackets, a winner in their home opener tonight. Uh, well, I was going to look at the scoreboard. It's 23-7 to 7 was the score. The Mabel turned that sucker off pretty quick. Yeah, yeah she did. Go home. Yellow Jackets and Tigers are doing the handshakes at uh, midfield. Mike is down there amongst the players, and uh, see if we can get a word with Coach Eden. Uh, do want to remind you, coming up tomorrow is the uh, Bartow Fall Fall Shootout. 
This is going to be um, Bartow High School and at Carver Rec. Some uh, some basketball action already. Gosh. Uh, going to have some teams from uh, Tampa playing. Sebring will be here. Winter Haven's going to be playing. So, uh, yeah, if you get a chance, head over to the Bartow High School or Carver Recreation Center tomorrow, Saturday, August the 26th. Yeah, fall, fall shootout. Yeah. yeah. And they're also going to be playing on Sunday as well at Bartow High School. So, uh, check the website. Just Google Bartow Fall Shootout. Bartow plays at 2 and 7. And uh, we appreciate that update. And, and I want to give uh, Coach Garth Washington, you know, the, the 555 program. They got a lot of old kids that uh, graduated with Justin and Jack uh, uh, Cook and and uh, Patterson and, and Philip Jackson and all those guys. They're, they're now coaches there. And, and I'm really happy the way that that program's coming along or has always been there. Yeah, but it just continues to get better and better and better. Coach Eden has his squad there in the north end zone now with a uh, post-game uh, chat about the performance. We're going to hang out here just for a few minutes to see if, uh, after he talks, he wants to uh, get a word here with Mike on the sideline. But uh, scoreboard update, Bruce, here you go. Lakeland Christian, 24, Frostproof, 14. Wow, that's so big. After being down, the Vikings have now come back to take a lead in the third quarter. Kathleen is getting shut out by Winter Haven, 32 to nothing. Kathleen will be back, will be at Bartram Memorial Stadium next Friday night for the Yellow Jackets home opener. In the fourth quarter, Haines City 12 and Davenport 0. Thought that would be a little more Haines City's way. That's good job, Davenport, yeah. for keeping it close. Also in the third quarter, when was the last time Lakeland lost at home? Oh, my goodness. Uh, Miami, Miami Norland. It's in the third quarter, it says. Miami Norland 35, Lakeland 28. Well, this still is a seven, new era. Still seven points. You got guys got to buy into the program, and you got to figure a lot of kids left uh, when Castle retired. They see the writing on the wall, so we'll just have to. If you're looking for good food and good family time, look no farther than Beef O'Brady's in the Bartow Center South. Your Bartow Beefs is perfect for lunch or dinner for the whole family or whole team. Your Bartow Beefs, where game time meets family time. The Kelly Automotive Group is proud to make sports broadcasts here on WBF possible. From the Yellow Jackets to NASCAR, this is Brandon Wondro inviting you to visit any or all of our five locations and see why we're proud to be your dealership. KellyBuickGMC.com. Hi, it's Erin with Evolve Contracting. While there's no shortage of landscape and irrigation companies, you deserve the option that's the best fit for you. At Evolve, we offer 3D imaging and an irrigation program that saves you water, time, and money. Call us at 863-537-7537. Well, folks, the uh, our broadcast crew lost the power. They've turned the power off at the football field, but Bartow wins it 23-7. to Good job, guys. And uh, next week, we'll be at home against Kathleen. And hope you'll join us. You've been listening to Bartow Yellow Jacket Football on WBF. Tonight's game was sponsored by Bartow Ford. We're different and we prove it. Evolve Professional Landscape Management. Citrus Air Conditioners of Bartow. By the law firm of Campbell, Trone, Tamayo, and Aranda. Pallet One of Bartow. SR Wright and Company. By Ewing Blackwelder and Deuce Insurance. Keith Spree Service of Bartow, taking care of your lawn and garden for over 50 years. Budget You Pull It, the parts you need when you need them. By Spath Jewelers of Bartow and Valrico, Widden McLean Funeral Home, Beefo Brady Sports Pub in the Bartow Center South, 
and by Kelly Buick GMC of Bartow. Doing whatever it takes to earn your business. Bartow Yellow Jacket Football is a sports exclusive of FM 102.9, 97.1, and AM 1130. WBF.